And I've done the first okay. annual Grammys already. Is there going to be like the music going on? That oh, uh, uh, I could edit that. The Juicers. I could I could do a little bit of that, a little do bit of this, some, a little bit of that. Music. But this is the first Juice Academy Awards, and the Juice is it's a podcast where I talk to my friends and musicians that I look up to about their favorite movie. And because I've I've really kind of taken a little bit more to the award show stuff, I decided I'm going to do my own award shows. Um, and hopefully I've got a recurring cast for these where Carson and James are going to be my Juicies guys and the Pinheads who I've often referred to on this pod, probably every episode is going to be my, um, who's going to be my Juice Academy Awards crew. It's going to force us all to watch more current movies and stay more in, in the lane of what's coming out and, and really up to date with everything. Uh, it was a shocker for... Maybe not a shocker, but for James and uh, for for James and Carson, they were like, uh, you know, I, I feel like now that we know that this is coming, we're gonna have the whole year to prepare. I feel like this year we're gonna we're gonna watch and we're gonna keep track of our lists, and it's gonna be good. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, Jamie, go first. Hi, I'm uh, Jamie. I'm objectively the worst pinhead because uh, I miss a lot of movies, but uh, it's it's okay. Jamie is Jeremy's brother. Jeremy plays bass in Cryptodira. And then Kevin, uh, you go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Kevin. I'm uh, maybe the, the, the most unsettling pinhead, the one you got to worry about a little bit. Yeah, um, he's, got, he's got real bad vibes. You got to yeah. watch out for Kevin. I, I can bring bad vibes, but mostly childish. Okay, so... He's bad news. Uh, Kevin also plays in a couple of bands, um, uh, the Bellegardes and... Yes. What is the name of the new one with John? Mr. Video. Mr. Video. Fittingly, a, a movie-themed band. Right, that's right. Uh, okay, awesome, awesome. So, Jeremy is a pinhead himself. He'll probably get a barge in the door in a, in a handful of minutes, he'll, but he's not going to have a mic. He'll come in hot. He's going to come in hot, but he's not going to have a mic. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to keep us relatively on track. I gave everyone, everyone kind of prep for what they should be doing um, to prepare just categories and whatnot, and then our own specialty categories. We're gonna, we're, we're not gonna do so much specialty stuff. I guess the specialty stuff is gonna be kind of the jokes, kind of the 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 you know the bits. The, well, the 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 kind of stuff that you clocked, where you're like, I want to award this movie something, even if it's not on my, you know, actor, actress, score, screenplay kind of. Uh, we're not we're not beholden to the Academy here. No. This is like what we want That's to right. see. That's right. right. That's right. So this is all this is all kind of your take on all of it. Excellent. So let me do this real quick. I was recording on Zoom for some reason. Um all right. Let's let's start off with a heavy hitter and let's just get right into it. Uh and and does anyone does anyone know how many movies they watched from last year? Because I've got it I've got um, kept track on Letterboxd. I uh will admit I missed out on quite a few uh big ones but i i don't know if i watched so like i I didn't watch everything everywhere all at once that was like one of the big ones but Mm -hmm. i i feel like my list 
my my uh my awards would still be the same even if I did see some of these uh some yeah. of these films. I I missed a good amount. I will I will admit. But yeah. you 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 saw what you were gonna want to see. Essentially. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's stuff that may have won you over, but... I saw a couple things I, uh... That you didn't care for either. Oh, boy. Uh, And, Kevin, do you know... Do you have a number, or is Um, is there any regrets? I've got a few regrets. Uh, I almost had... So, so let me me just say a couple of my regrets really quick are not seeing RRR, All Quiet on the Western Front, Corsage, Bones and All, The Whale, and then there's a handful of others, like Argentina 1985... There, there's a few, but it's, it's. I, I watched 45 movies from last year, and I got a lot of the good ones in. I got Babylon in last night. I was gonna go see Women Talking this morning, but I decided to see Infinity Pool again because I'm just addicted to. You dipped right back in. Yeah, I'm addicted to you're the a pool. Sick man. I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a sick. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a, in that same boat where I kind of saw everything that I, you know, knew. I was like, yeah, I really need to see that. There are definitely a lot of oversights. Um, like the whale, I kind of knew I didn't want to see that. Um, a couple like RRR, I just not your who does, who has the time right now? Kevin's not really an action guy. Um, but it, just real quickly, I wanted to. It, you mentioned before about you know getting on track to watching new movies. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a big issue for the pinheads because we are. I would say in the last year we are locked into like the 1990s. Yeah, decade. we're 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 definitely like pretty locked into the 90s. Um, Jeremy's hot on Tony Scott right now. Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy went full blown uh, father of four kids. Yeah, yeah. He, my, my yeah. grandpa. Oh those, my God. those kids that he had have had kids. I'll tell you what, man. Um, but 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 yeah. So I I, I definitely um, upon reflection, I was like, I don't know that I saw a lot of things, but I feel like you I, I saw I, more I'm, than you. I'm happy with what I saw, yeah. and there was definitely in the last like two months a cramming in of right. When, you know, when I kind of floated this idea and, and right. you guys kind of started that, I think that's maybe something that pushed you to see Avatar a little bit, Jamie. Yeah, well, every major trailer that I saw in 2021, like of movies that I was anticipating, I saw. Like my most anticipated movie of the year was The Northman. The second I saw that trailer, I was like, right. I, I need this fucking movie. It lived up to the hype for me. Right. Uh, my second most anticipated movie of the year was Fall. Um, and I'm really glad <laughs> that I was able to see. Don't fall. fall. Don't fall. The whole time I was like, don't (laughs) fall off that tower. Um, But yeah, nope. I was really excited for Duel because I'm a big Riley Stearns fan. Obviously the Batman. You know, me and Kevin definitely were looking a little more forward to that than you were. Jackass forever. The bat. Yep. The Batman sits. I, I've got on my ranking. I know, Mike. Right now. We know you're not a fan of the Batman. No. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm on record saying I've, I've probably said this a hundred times, but I was. I was told it was essentially Fincher's Zodiac, and what I got was a three-hour Batman movie. Actually, <laughs> oh, relax. And, oh, in, in the lobby, in the lobby, right before we went in, yeah, I was like, Mike, you, you, you gave you me a want to curb that a little bit. Yeah. You However, gave me a little bit of a warning. But yes, Mike. So. I would I and and this is gonna be of course we'll get more into detail later, but like and I know you just recently watched Top Gun Maverick and you had yeah. the same thing. I am kicking myself for not seeing that in thing. In IMAX, IMAX, yeah, I'm an idiot. And because you I can never I, bet against Tom. I genuinely no, yeah. did not care about the movie. And it was the same thing with Avatar. Yeah. And the reason why I went to go see Avatar was because I was like, you know what? I missed Maverick. Let me go see this while it's here. And it ended up becoming I, I mean it just it blew me away. Um, and like last night, I watched After Sun. Yeah, After Sun. Because you awesome. were like, "This is this feels like a sad. Kevin movie." It's a little too sad. Too but sad. It, it like 
really was in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Like you were spot on with that. Like, I, wa movie, I, wanna, I wanted to watch it again today. The what? one movie that I truly regret not seeing, yeah. and, and it's, it's number one on my list, is Decision to Leave. Sure, yeah, Decision to Leave I'm, is... I'm such a fan of that director. Shows I'm such up a, a couple times for me. South Korean movies in general. Yeah. So that's the only... I would say that's the... You know, I'll watch everything everywhere all at once at some point. Um, yeah, it's... I really I mean, do think know, it's worth a watch. Yeah, it sucks, but, you know, <laughs> I didn't see it, but it sucks. But I'll watch it at some point. It, I think it's worth a watch, and I just wanted to tie a bow on the Batman thing. Of, oh, come on. Of 45 movies. For me, my taste comes in at number 41. Right below Marry Me. <laughs> wow. Above great. Smile, though. I, watched, I remember watching Smile, and I was, I was sorting out what I was going to put, and I was like, realistically, gun to my head, someone said, you have to watch either Batman or Smile right now. I'd be like, throw on the Batman. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I just feel like... Uh, it's, not you know, a, it's not a Mike movie. Yeah, no, that, and that's but what I it think, boils down to. It's not a bad movie. It's just not a Mike movie. Whereas I think the, the, hope, the hope with it with you was like... The temperature was all there for it yeah. to like be locked into like a crime drama thing. And then I, I understand. It's because, just you know, we're, uh, the, in the three of us suit. obviously are not <laughs> superhero guys, right. but I think the reason why me and Kevin both like Batman a lot is because it's very grounded in reality for what it is. And that <laughs> for what it is, for is what a it good is. way of putting it. Right. For what yeah. it is. And like I love the Nolan ones. Uh, you know I love Christopher I, Nolan, but you I also know that every, big cuck for the every Nolan single one, yeah. Christopher Nolan movie I watch, I go, this is the worst movie ever made. I love it so, so much. It, right. kicks, it kicks so much ass. Right. This I, movie but, felt way more like grounded in reality yeah. Yeah. and right, well, darker, which is why and, I liked it. And Mike, what your feelings on the Batman thing were like, it just like at the end of the day, it's a guy in a bat suit. Right. That's, that's where my I big land. problem. That's when where I land with the Avatar. At the end of the day, I'm looking at these blue men. <laughs> I, I, we'll talk about it. But hey, yeah, listen, yeah. I love my bloom. Robert Pattinson, fantastic. He's he's good. He's good. He's Paul, really good. Paul Dano had a great year. Paul this Dano, year. yeah, he really fantastic. did. Yeah, the, he and, really and the did. I, I forgot about the Fablemans. That's one I still. It, oh it's definitely yeah, on my list. Fablemans, man. I, I kind of think Jamie Speely. would rock with the Fablemans. I feel like I would too. I, I, I know he would. I honestly know. I, I don't it, doubt it. Let's let's jump in. Let's jump in a little. bit. I mean, bit. Steven Spielberg is a hack, but I don't doubt it. I, one of the greats, but I, we're gonna save best picture for last, and that's where Ooh. I don't know about you guys. I I I did ten. Everything else I gave so five. I don't have. I have nominees for my silly awards. I don't have nominees for really. Okay, you but can I just, just have but winners, I, but I have my picks. That's I fine. Have like honorable mentions. Okay, yeah, well, I just, wanna, there's a couple I've films got, I want to highlight. I've got a solid five. So I also only watched four movies from last year. So. <laughs> I watched The Green Knight a lot. Here's what we're gonna do. Movie stinks. That didn't well, come out last year. <laughs> It didn't? No. <laughs> what year is this? Uh, All right, let's hop in. I think what I want to do is I want to start with lead. You know what I want to do? I want to start with the lead actor because my ballot changed. Not my winner, but my ballot changed a little bit after seeing Babylon last night. Um, I had to take off someone and I, I had to I had to nominate you someone rock, else. You rocked with the Babylon? It's it was good. It's really good. It's really solid. It's I, I think it's going to age really well, and it's like it's it's a big swing, and there's a lot going on, and and I understand why there's like some trepidation about like really like kind of leaning into it. Um, to me, it was like just the trailer in. was just like too much in a way. It, I, the I, movie I almost was a feel lot. like I should have. You know what though? If a movie's if a movie's going to be a lot, I'd rather. No offense to everything everywhere all at once i'd rather it be more like babylon and the other thing is i'm i am fascinated with it's kind of why i liked um the artist a good bit i know that like not everyone loves that movie I like but 
I'm pretty fascinated with the transition from silent movies to like when they start talking, the talkies, whatever. And part of that is like my fascination with um, just like technology within art, kind of like it, 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 honestly a, a good comparison. While it's not as monumental at all, is kind of like the bands starting to everyone uses backing tracks now. It's like an industry standard. I've had conversations with a million people about it where it's just like. Everyone uses backing tracks now. It's like one of those things where it's like certain things, like there's no such thing as silent film anymore, really. I know that there is, but there isn't. Just like there is, but there isn't pro bands who use nothing. Nothing nothing to help. No like auxiliary percussion coming out of the PA. Like everyone's got a little bit of something. That's why they sound so huge. Yeah, um, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. And that, that's fine. Um, the, the rumblings I've heard is that he should be up for adapted screenplay because it takes a lot from Singing in the Rain. That's that's what I've heard. That is, is very. It, is it very... technically? Would it technically be original screenplay? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, but it it, it literally alludes to Singing in the Rain like three times, right. like right on screen, like they're filming. He but gets like, he gets so much flack, but he he almost gets a pass for me for Whiplash and First Man. I, I gotta think do First La Man La is incredible. I really gotta do La La Land. Because I like First Man and um, I Ryan Gosling is one of my favorite actors. I could not care less about La La Land. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I just I hate musicals. That's not a Jamie movie. I hate musicals. Let, let's get into lead actor. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop right in. Let's and, get into it a little bit. So, so and the winner is Ryan Gosling for the Nice Guys. <laughs> Great film. So I think we'll do a snake. We'll do me, then Jamie, then Kevin, and the next category will be Kevin, then Jamie, then me, and we'll Whatever. keep going that So lead actor. Um, I just want to say real quick before we get started with all yeah. this. Anybody who disagrees with me, okay. I'm Let's chopping a finger off. Let's go. Let's I'm go. chopping a finger off. Let's go. They're going on a list. All right. So while you guys aren't beholden to the nominees thing, which I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that you guys are next year. Um, yeah, what are you going to do about it? I, I will figure something out. Um, for me, uh, the Juice Academy Award for best actor, best lead actor in a movie. And the nominees are oh oh Diego Calva Babylon okay Daniel Kaluuya nope ooh okay Austin Butler Elvis of course Park Hae Il decision to leave okay and Colin Farrell for Banshees of Insurance okay and the first ever Juice Academy Award goes to Austin Butler for Elvis yeah yep. so it's one of those things where uh, Elvis. Again, like if I'm looking at like where I, where it fell on my like, it's like late twenties in terms of of the forty five that no, I watched. No, Mike, it came out in the early twenties, twenty two thousand twenty two. So I I I really liked a lot of what was going on in it. I just want to say I watched the first twenty minutes of Elvis and turned it off because I had enough. That's fine. I had enough. I think that that's fine in the sense that like, but he seemed like he did amazing. He's still doing the voice, right? The, that's man, the, the man has not stopped. Yeah, that's the thing about it, where he is so locked in and so good that like, the other thing I like is that Baz makes choices. There's no like, it, it's it's like choice after choice after choice. Your head is spinning. You know what I mean when you're watching one of his movies, and that's in the first ten minutes. Uh, uh, yeah, but, but and, that's why I couldn't. I was like, "This is too much." A movie that moves that much shouldn't, f and, and you felt the length on it because it was like two and a half, two forty, maybe something like that, and you kind of felt the length, but at the same time, you're like, "I'm, I'm enjoying this, but it is, it, we're, we're, you know, it is long. It is long, and it, it makes, you know, I didn't really know, and obviously, every biopic is gonna come at some kind of like 
some kind of angle of like bias towards someone and against someone. I didn't really know Elvis's story. And I know that like, you know, he probably wasn't the best guy in the world, but also he, he definitely wasn't put in the position to be the best guy in the world. If that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I thought that it was, uh, I thought that it was, it was pretty good. And, but he was un fucking real. And I hope he wins. I, as much as I love Colin Farrell, and I would love him to to win. I, I you know, when it comes to the actual uh, Academy Awards, I kind of want Austin to win actor, and then Banshees to win a bunch of other stuff. He's undeniable. It's like a, a star making yeah. role. I mean, but, he was he was really good in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That yeah, was, that's it's so I crazy to think that he went from playing Hex, one of the most like despicable fucking humans of all time right to playing elvis freaking presley yeah yeah I mean, good for him man elvis I, I, I hope he gets you know i hope his career really takes off after this and also tom hanks i hope he never does that accent again <laughs> well that's the crazy thing because you have like an unbelievable performance yeah just immersion I mean, into listen, this man, role has chat for a while with that with that trailer we were oh, yeah. we were popping oh. clips out like the end oh. of in, at the end of elvis they have Austin Butler side by side with the real Elvis, and it's like unbelievable. It is. Like, yeah, I did see that clip, like the yeah. ending of the movie. That was really, yeah. really cool. It's worth it. It is worth a watch if you got nothing going on on a Saturday or something like that, where you got some other stuff that you're doing because that's one of the main. Watch 45 movies from. You know, I watched like a couple hundred movies. I I, I don't want to admit on on you're uh, a air. It's okay. You're a second. But but it's because sometimes I'm locked in and I'm just sitting and watching. Sometimes I'm watching with friends, and then sometimes. I'm playing guitar. I'm I'm like figuring out stuff uh and you know doing work while I'm watching these things. Um so but so that's that's the environment I think that you would enjoy it to a certain extent in where you're kind of doing some other stuff, figuring out some stuff, you know, like for work or whatever and you got it on the background. But all right, go ahead, move on. Let's let's see what your uh what your ballot looks like in your winner. Um it was a pretty easy one. So again, I I missed a good amount of movies. So obviously the big 3 I think from this year are Colin, Austin, and Brendan Fraser. Uh, I don't know what to think about the whale, man. It's got weird. It's got weird vibes. It's weird vibes. It's got bad vibes. I didn't see it because ultimately I heard just heard that it was boring. Um, so there wasn't really anything else. Like I, you know, I, I am a big fan of. Uh, I know Mike, you you were on my side here. I, I love those Knives Out movies. Mm-hmm. Big fan of uh, the Benoit Blanc character. Big fan of Daniel Craig. He's awesome. Daniel is it Kaluuya? I don't know how to say yeah. it. Yep, he, he was awesome in Nope. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that like Alexander Skarsgård would win an award for the Northman, but I loved his performance. So like, there wasn't really a whole lot for me. But I feel like even if I did see all of Elvis, yeah, I, I would still go with with Colin. Um, sure, because that's fine, that's I, fair. I did not like the Banshees of Inner Sheeran as much, I think, as you guys. Mm-hmm. But his that's that's fine. his particular performance for him to be that funny yeah. and that sad. And that, like, to go from, like, funny to sad to pathetic to, like, like I don't know, tough at the end of, of the movie. I don't want to spoil anything, but he, like, kind of really starts standing up yeah. to Brendan Gleeson's character. Like, he went through it marvelously. The accent was incredible. The feckins, everything was yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. outstanding. He, I, I saw a clip today on Twitter. I was just, like, looking through stuff, and, and I just watched a clip, and, and I'm like, he, he was just so great. So great in this. So he's my pick, and he probably would still be my pick, even if I saw Elvis and uh, and and the whale. 
That's completely fair. I don't know what's going on with the whale, man. I, I <laughs> can't wait vibes. to see it, and I love Brandon. Um, Weird vibes. I love Brandon, and I, I like Aronofsky a good bit. We did a... Um, with Carson, the vocalist of the Cal's Dow Boys, we did his... Uh, their favorite movie is um, The Fountain. So uh, we talked a little Aronofsky, and they I, haven't I, seen I, I The like Whale yet. Aronofsky. Yeah. You, you saw The Wrestler, right? He's an interesting... I love the, wrestler. Yeah, the Wrestler's great. I never, I never saw Mother, though. Black Swan. You didn't see Mother. That would be a good pinheads. That would be that would be a good. Did you see Mother, Jamie? No, I've heard. You know, I've heard it's like it's on the nose yeah. for sure. We should do Mother and Mama. <laughs> you ever seen Mama? No, I've never seen Mama. Or we could do smart. We could do Smiley and Smile, and then Mother and Mama and do and, and uh, Funny Face and Funny Face. All right, all right. I like it. Let's move on to Kevin. Right, but, pretty, pretty easy pick for me. But uh, for for with Colin too, I think. There's a lot to be said about it being like almost a career award too, because he's never been recognized, and it's yeah, just kind of I, like this guy deserves it, be, it after well, yeah, all these. I don't want it to be like a Leo situation where it's like we gotta give him one because you know I think he really fucking earned it. Like yeah. he he was. I mean, every actor in that movie, like every single time they were speaking, they stole the screen, right, and right. he was just he was like the leader of the pack. Yeah, it's a great movie, great performances all around. Kevin? Yes. Agree. Where are we um, So, yeah, I have, uh, you know, Austin, Colin down as my my mentions. I wanted to throw down uh, Paul Meskel because I just watched After Stone. He's incredible in that. Um, but I do actually want to give, a, um, give some recognition to uh, Gabriel LaBelle, who plays Sammy Fableman mm. in The Fablemans. Um, it's it's definitely like I know Judd Hirsch. He's getting a lot of love, which is great. Yeah. Um, he comes in like a, a hurricane in that movie. He yeah, comes oh, in yeah. ten minutes, changes the temperature of the movie. It, it's great, but it's kind of like um, you take it for granted. Uh, Sammy Fableman in it. You know, he has most of that movie, especially the last act of that movie is is that kid from Ooh. that from the moment he makes the discovery. Right. The right. Big discovery. And you know it's a lot of sh it's big shoes to fill. You're being directed by Spielberg, who's yeah. asking you to play the young version of Spielberg. Yeah. And um, yeah, he does it in a way that feels very natural. Um, you know, he has a lot of big powerhouse scenes. Um, you know, the the fight with the mom in the yeah. room. Um, yeah, I just think it's a very you know it doesn't jump out as like oh my god this is going to be a best actor performance, but. In the context of that movie, you've got a lot of powerhouse performances, and he's in the middle of it, and you're you're rooting for that kid the whole time. You know what's going to happen to quote yeah. unquote Sammy Fableman, right. but um, yeah, he sells it. Like he has a re really good um, you know comic energy. Yeah, um, all the stuff with the girlfriend, he's great with. That's that's maybe the, my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, like like most fun, I should say. Maybe not yeah. my favorite. My favorite is. My favorite is without a doubt, Uncle Boris is the name. Yes. My God, it's tattooed into my memory that scene. Yeah. And, my and, God. And like, you know, he's going. He holds his own against Judd Hirsch in that, and like, it, it's just like, yeah. I just want. I feel like in a sea of praise for that movie, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And it's you know, he's the center of that movie. I but, like it. Is he, so he's your winner. He's my winner. Oh. I like it. Okay. All right. Let's 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 keep her moving. Um, let's go. Let's do. Did you guys do screenplay stuff? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you do just one big one, or did you do original and adapted? I did original and adapted. Okay. 
Kevin, same goes? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to let you choose which screenplay you want to hop off with because we're doing the snake. So. Well, why don't we just do both of them? Oh, right. Uh, oh, so both of them all at once? Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so let's do that. Let's do original and adapted. A lot of, you know, unfortunately, not to spoil anything, but Banshee's pretty much dominated most of my... That's the, award, I mean that's, that that means that you're that you feel strongly that it's one of the best that I mean, came out this year. Well, like it's that. also the only movie from 2022 ba- that I Banshees, saw. Banshees took my original screenplay. Fair, fair. That, that you know, um, I had Nope in the running because I think you know I love I love and that's nope. the thing I feel like I love that movie. That movie is kind of getting lost in the shuffle this year, but um, you know, direction, writing wise, yeah. Um, that should be recognized, but yeah, I just think um, Banshees did it for me with okay. the original screenplay. And did you have um, did you have a uh, any other uh, nominees, or just kind of you just pick winner for that? And that's um, that's fine if you did. And you I can... had I had Nope, After Sun, and uh, Halloween Ends. <laughs> uh, that, um, excuse me. But wait, Nope. That for original screenplay, that Halloween ends would fall under adapted. I think sequel. I think it's a re- <laughs> the argument for that movie would be. I that think it would fall under beast. the category for worst okay. screenplay all right, all right. of all time. Um, let's, but honestly, with adapted, yeah, um, let's go adapted. I'm right not. Now. I'm not. I wasn't really. I, I feel like I didn't watch a lot of movies that had that. Under. Uh, but like, I, I would say like Elvis, technically, or Top Gun Maverick. Okay. So that's, I that's would good. say Top Gun Maverick. Give it to that. That's a that's, that's a good. Fine. That's uh, I will Top not, Gun got nominated. Well, I will, I will, I will not deny through. Top Gun Maverick anything. Okay, Jamie, go ahead. Original. Yeah. And so adapted. original Banshees. Um, Fair. I don't want to be like, oh, I didn't get it. There were aspects of the movie that I didn't get. However, a lot of the like the whole like Colin's whole like you used to be nice thing. Like he's a nice person. He'll yeah. be remembered for being nice. I really loved all of that, and um. I think my favorite part of the movie is when Carrie Condon's character corrects. I, I can't remember any of their fucking Irish names. Is it Shaban? Shaban? Um, O'Brannigan. What's her name? Shaban? Oh, Shaban. oh his sister? Yeah. 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 And yeah, then yeah, what's yeah. Brennan Gleason's character's name? Uh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Holchams. <laughs> no, 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 no. Owen O'Flanagan. Um, I can't. Re- I, there's just. All these Irish names, I can't remember them. But when he's talking about the composer, I think I think it was Mozart. Yeah. I, um, and after Colin Farrell leaves, she corrects him on like the dates that, because it was this moment of like, right? He's putting himself on this pedestal yeah, above you Colin Farrell's yeah. character as but like he's, I'm, he's I'm also this, shot. but he's yeah, but. He's he's fake. Yeah. He's like he's full of shit. And the and the way that she called him out for that, I again. His name is Colm, by the way. Colm. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Not my favorite movie of the year. Still parts of it that I kind of quote don't get. It was a big like. You just watch it once. I just watched it once. I only watched it once. Like I that was a real like ending explain movie. But the screenplay, the the di- like the the fact that it was it lo- so fucking funny. It locks you is in. Is what oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, even no. if, oh even yeah. if there are parts where you're like. And you kind of wrestle am, with it, like you bounce between, oh, yeah. like you you get where Colin is coming from, you get where Brennan Gleeson is coming from. Yeah, yeah. And it's like one of those things where at, at, at different points of the movie, you're like, mm, I get what he's saying. Here. Yeah, hundred percent. I am such a big action schlock person, but I, and I, I think we had this discussion before because Kevin and I 
last year watched this movie called Mass. It's a movie right. where four gotta, people where four people are just talking in a room. I eating popcorn if, watching that. I I will say Mass, one of the most harrowing movies I've ever seen. And I felt like a big piece of shit because I had popcorn and raisinets Not dumped a... into the popcorn. I'm watching this harrowing movie of silence and sobs. Yeah, it's and an I'm old just, school shooter, right? I'm, I'm it's, crunching. It's, it's, it's like you're crunching away. It's, it's, ri- this movie's ripping you to pieces. It's like yeah. you're in a room with the parents of the shooter oh, and let me, the victim. Let me tell you something. I, I, watched, see this movie. I watched Mass and Sound of Metal in the same weekend. It's a weird weekend. I don't know how I it's made rough. it out of that weekend. But anyway... Sound when the mass. script is that good and the performances are that good, like, and you even almost said, like, it's almost like action. Like, it fucking brings you in. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, the screenplay is marvelous. So, I, again, one of those things where even if I saw some other films, I don't think I would have picked anything else. So that's, so that's, that's original. original. Adapted. I got to go with my boy Ryan Johnson. Glass Onion. Okay, that's 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 a good pick. Uh, again, big fan of those Knives Out movies. Big fan. I've uh, After watching the first Knives Out, what did I say? I said if Netflix put out a series of just Benoit Blanc solving mysteries right. all over the place, I'm in. If so far, yeah, I'm in. If we're moving away from, and this is just my personal taste, it's really no shot against anyone who enjoys these things. If we're moving away from Marvel and like Marvel, oh, no, and, I'll take shots. Yeah, you at should Marvel. take big Marvel. Shit on Marvel that. sucks, and people, anyone who likes Marvel like, movies are big babies who poop their pants. People like that stuff, and that's fine. No, it's not fine. Diaper men. Diaper so, boys. So, and women. And women. Diaper women and men. So he, here's the thing. Uh, if we're moving away from that and and Star Wars, which already feels like it's kind of being moved away from. Jesus Christ, Star Wars. And you, we're, yo, you and see we're that living, Ant-Man trailer yet? Ay-yay-yay. You see that Shazam 2 trailer? That, Yikes. And, and if we're moving away from that, thank God. And moving towards a world where it's... Knives Out sequels and Avatar sequels out the at the kazoo. I'm 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 going to the movies even more. I'm you in. know what I mean? It's great. That's the that but because people go to those those movies because they want to see spectacle. And while Knives Out isn't the spectacle thing, it's the kind of like the familiarity that people love with the Star Wars and the you know they they like to be like I know this guy. I like this guy. Which, uh, what was a movie that I just locked into? Oh, oh, is that 90s show that I was watching? Oh, boy. Come on. Mike, <laughs> you're, like, you, you need know to what? go to... I'm having fun with my friends. But, but... I'm calling the police. That's part of the thing about it, where it's like, I have no right to, like, call the Star Wars people freaks. Um, no, for, freaks. for enjoying. Not being fanatical. Like, it's not like I'm being fanatical no, about I'm that not 90s fanatical. show. It's just... But, I... but either way, either way. Yeah. If we're moving away from that, and it's Avatar... And knives out. I'm loving it. Um, let me do my uh, yeah. Let me, let me glass, do glass onion. We'll, we'll, best adapted. I mean, I don't know even if we'll get to it, but I will say I wasn't the hugest fan of Glass Onion, but I think this is the year of like, and it's a big theme in movies is like the the movie about like the rich people and their comeuppance yeah, and eat, all that. Eat and the rich it's has it's, been it's a almost thing like you for... got to pick the one that that works for you. Yeah, my. The the menu worked for me more than you guys, but yeah, I feel like really I feel like Glass Onion and the menu are kind of like 
two sides of the same coin with that like rich well, yeah they're saying the same know, thing just doing it in it's just different like ways. at this point there are so many of those kind of movies and i you know i kind of we'll we'll get to it next year yeah for infinity pool but infinity pool's got a little bit of that going on but yeah. it's so much more nuanced but that's what i'm saying fucking, you gotta kind of pick which one you like I don't, I don't care if a movie's doing it and i don't even care if it's on the nose parasite is pretty yeah. on the fucking note that's one of the best goddamn it, movies it is and it isn't because it, it shows that there's new what i like about parasite is it shows that there's nuance and not that every rich guy is the absolute evil bastard yes, but what a, I'm a saying lot of them is are just like, stupid if a movie is doing the eat the rich thing it's not oh another one if the story's good right yeah, it, and the performances are good. I really don't care. Right, sure, that's and and that's my like, whole. Like, I knew right away what Glass Onion was doing the second yeah. the second Miles Braun walked on, and Edward Norton. I haven't seen him in forever. He was great. Yeah, he, was, he was great. He was great. Uh, I I knew Clean right Elon. away that he was the the quote unquote Elon Musk, yeah. and that's what I, and I was fine with it. Sorry to bother you. You've got that going on. I feel like that's got a lot more a lot more than just you know surface level. And and fucking uh, again, Infinity Pool is like I know I'm hot off of this right now. Yeah, I'm gonna talk hot, about buddy. next year, but. I am Mia. Um, oh, jeez. But do the voice. Do I, is Mia coming on this podcast? I think. I think that up? that. I think that that thing is going to age. Like that's going to be one of my like favorites as as it keeps growing in in distance. You know, like I'm gonna. That's going to be like I'm going to watch that twice a year type situation. That's going to be a new, new category for this. I, I haven't thought about before, but movies that you think will age like milk. In like two or three years, glass onion might be for I will me. Say, All that very, quarantine, it's, it's like very, oh, sure. it's very topical, and it definitely will not be uh, the same watch like five, six, seven years from now. Sure, sure. Whereas right, knives out will be timeless. All right, moving Michael, on. go. Great, uh, moving on. Original screenplay, and the nominees are Crimes of the Future, Banshees of Insurin, Decision to Leave, I Love My Dad, and The Fablements. I'm gonna give it to Decision to Leave because. No spoilies. It's got a lot going on, and it does the thing that I really love. That music, do- when music does it, and I love when movies do it too. And that's um, uh, unorthodox structure, essentially. And I like traditional structure within both movies and music too. But I, I really like when you can make unorthodox structure work. And while it's not perfect, it's got enough for me to be like, this is awesome, and I want to revisit it. You know, I, I, I need to revisit it again. Um, I really, really like it a lot. Um, adaptive screenplay. The nominees are Avatar 2, Way of Water. Pearl. That, that got a little pop on it. Pearl. Knives what, Out, what? Glass Onion. What movie? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start over. <laughs> and the nominees are Avatar 2, Way of Water. Are you saying Avatar 2, Way of Water? Because it's kind of a silent remake of the first one and also all of James Cameron's movies. Moving on. Yeah, Mike, I really liked Avatar 2. I don't know if I put that in a best screenplay. And the nominees are Avatar 2, Wave Water, Pearl, Knives Out, Glass Onion, Top Gun Maverick, and The Northman. And I don't know if The Northman falls under this, but The Northman technically is based on old text and myth and stuff like that. That's enough for me to be... Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yes, yes. I'm not... Listen, I ain't gonna... Yeah, I ain't gonna deny the Northman. These are our these are our awards. Jamie just punched himself in the nuts for not putting that on his list. No, listen. Surprisingly, <laughs> the Northman doesn't really pop up a whole lot on here. That is surprising. It is surprising. But what the hell is going on? Listen, man, but, I love the Northman. You know, I are. love me some Vikings. The winner for adapted screenplay is Avatar: Two Way of Water. Wow, it works for me. It does. I love wow, the blue Mike, man. I, I gotta love tell you where we're going. That's a it, rough pick. Here's it. 
Listen, I love the movie. Yeah, let me defend it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me talk so much about it, but let screenplay? Me, yes, and let me defend it a little bit. Um, oh it boy. makes oh it boy. makes me care more about the blue got people. Got your tail, doo doo head. It makes. <laughs> I got your navi tail, doo doo head. The first forty nine minutes of that movie. It makes me care about this family, these people. Excited for more adventures with my friends. Um, yeah, but is that the screenplay, it or is, is that, it or is is that because Jimmy? Why so blue? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Listen, we this had, I, again. This hasn't been discussed, but I have a very. I remember I had a like kind of a mental breakdown after. Yeah, Kevin, Avatar uh, two. Ke Kevin's relationship with Avatar two, the way of water, is a weird. It is one. curious. You know what, Kevin? You tell it real quick, and then and then I defended my. So, and then we move on. So back in 2009, I saw this movie called Avatar because it was getting big, big buzz. I I watched. Have you ever it, heard of it? And, and Never heard of I, it. It was not for me. I even back then don't like these blue men. Right. I can't get into this Navi thing. Like I walked out of it. I was like, yeah, it's fine. And then uh, you know, three presidential administrations later, <laughs> we're dealing with. James Cameron threatens us with Avatar, five Avatar sequels. And for Blesses. the record, he did come to my house and threaten me with a gun to make me go see Avatar Blesses 2. Us and I said, I Avatar rolled my sequels. eyes and said, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. It's never going to happen. And, you know, truth be told, don't bet against Jim Cameron because Avatar 2 came out and it's demolishing the, the box office. It's still, like, in it's number like, I one. Think, I think it's, like, top four now, all-time biggest movies. So initially, yes, I was it like... Keeps, it keeps humming. Initially, it's I was awesome. like, I refuse. I, I, I didn't care about this, you know, 13 years ago. I'm not going to care about it now. And then our, our pinhead friend, Jeremy, went to see it because he's a little camera boy. And so he, he went and saw it, and he was like, you know, the classic uh, approval from Jeremy, that shit rocked. You know, so he he came in hot with it, uh, and then um, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll see it. I started getting into more like the technical stuff. He's yep. like building cameras, and you know, I I I I do love most James Cameron movies. I I, wa I went on like a binge of documentaries where he's going underwater. Like yep. I'm into his thing. I I really he's, like a, he's a dedicated Titanic. man. Yeah. It's like, I'm into his thing, but I'm like, all right, I hear like the last hour of this movie is like undeniable. Last two hours. Uh, I heard last The last hour. three hours. <laughs> um, so I go in with these guys and I'm watching it and the blue men, I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't care about these yeah, people. Kevin, I these can't guys care were, about the plight of these the These ones Navi. were teal though. They were kind of green. <laughs> I know. Right? But, That's true. That's but true. I, true. But they were green. You I, care about the green men more than the blue, right? <laughs> I... Well, I um I can't deny how awe-inspiring so much of the movie is. The last hour did rock. The you know it when it has the juice, it's undeniable. Yeah. Um, but like, and then afterward, I rewatched the first Avatar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just kind of, the Avatar two kind of follows the same uh structure of the first one which is there's nothing wrong with that but ah. it's just like a little it, you know so it's like jake sully is now a navi that's like the real really big change like we're bringing back military men i think we explore the world more sure. and more in that's depth than this and that's a big chunk of yeah the structure but i think there's a lot of the discovery the military threat like 
It's just kind of yeah. more of the same. Jimmy loves a, a military threat. And like the, I, I will say the best part, the things that I loved the most about Avatar 2 were kind of like mirrors of James Cameron things I've seen before. The the guy with the who's uh, the guy whose hand comes off. That was that's crazy. Like a, that's like a shot for three. Oh, that rocks. That's like a shot for shot remake of something in Titanic when the the uh-huh. guy falls off the ship and like and the last action set piece is very T two. Yeah. Um. It's just like you know and you know more power to him. He knows what he can do. He knows what people like. Yeah. But I don't hate that movie. I like Avatar two. But I. I just had to say my piece. Okay, let me let me just, and we've spent one minute doing this, uh, defend it as my uh, screenplay adapted pick. Um, made me care about the Blue Man a lot more, uh, and I love the structure of it essentially being, uh, let's catch up with our friends, part, you know, first hour. Second hour, we're exploring the water. Third hour, war. And I like that as structure, um, and I like that, while some of the some of the dialogue might be a little bit clunky, I think that that's very purposeful. Because um, they're kids. Do we ever find out how Sigourney Weaver has a daughter? Why she yes, a yes. She died in the first one. Why? How does she have a daughter? I, let's let's not get into it on this pod. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, because there is curious. there is an explanation, Plus, but it's literally gonna okay. it's gonna compile to another it five minutes. It's gonna turn the into the an Avatar Enya, two right? cast. Let's yes, I would I'll happily do an Avatar two episode. But either way, um, it is my pick, and I will. Mike has to go to, to a uh, a six o'clock uh, showing of Infinity Pool, so we have to. Even though he saw it up. again this morning. Um, no, we don't. It's just we got a lot more categories to go, and I, I, I would go see Infinity Pool again tonight if, if everyone was. You're like, a sicko. You're go. a sick man. It's I, again. I don't want to be hyperbolic on the pod because it's going to be on the internet forever. Um, Talk about things that age like milk. What? Some of the things being said in this podcast. <laughs> all right. I regret right. everything I've said so far. All right. All right. Uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, we've done lead actor. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do supporting actress right now? Ooh. Okay. My picks. The nominees are. I wonder if we're going to get a unanimous one here. I'm curious. I'm looking I have around. One, I have one for... For mine, it is a lock. Yeah, me too. Supporting actress. We. I don't think we're gonna have. I don't think we're gonna have a, a, a unanimous. Um, mine is a lock as well, and I don't know if you guys. Maybe maybe Kevin's on the same page as me. All right, supporting actress. Here we go. The nominees are Kristen Stewart for Crimes of the Future, Sigourney Weaver for Avatar Two. What? <laughs> Mike. Rachel Sinat for Bodies, Bodies, what? Bodies. Mike. Nicole Kidman for The Northman. Okay. And Kiki Palmer for Nope, which I know it's more of a lead, but oh, I... Wait, no, no, freeze. You don't have Carrie Condon? No, I don't. No, I don't. I like uh, these five performances a little bit Kevin, better. Can you help me out here? And, hey, hey, Kevin? please, please, let, let, me, let me do my picks. Let me do my picks. Kevin. I'm really, I'm really happy and I'm proud of my five picks, Maybe. and I go to war for them. And the winner... For supporting actress, the fir- at the first annual Juice Academy Awards is with a fucking landslide. Kristen Stewart for Crimes of the Future. I can't um, disagree with that. I uh, I I I want to wait because I feel like she's at least gonna she's at least gonna be on your ballot, Kevin. My, this is interesting. We we've hit a a a, a juice um uh 
first, I think. Uh-huh. Because I put... This might just be me. I put Case Do in Lead Actress. Oh. oh. Uh, I disagree with it, but I'm fine with any... I, I, I'm not going to argue... I'm not gonna argue. Maybe she just shines so much in that movie that I was. She's like, not in it that much, though. I think it's a yeah. big category category fraud. Um, I think that um, she isn't even like the woman with most screen time. Um, she just shines so bright. For I, me I, that agree. I, I, I agree. I agree. That's in. why it's a landslide win for supporting actress for me. Kristen Stewart is, and I know that Jamie is in and out with Cronenberg depending on the type of movie that he makes. I, he's the and worst Crimson, director of all time, and, and, and he likes a lot, and, and he likes a lot of his movies too. I I am a huge fan of like of History of Violence and Eastern Promises and the Even Fly. Like the fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he sucks. He's like the worst director I've ever. So seen. Jamie's in and out because the he he's not as into squirmy i hate his pervert movies yeah I, and and i love it yeah because movies. you're a sicko i've said this yeah so while crimes of the future is definitively not a jamie movie i do think that the one thing that he would take away is kristen stewart, I love being kristen stewart. undeniable and, and kevin knows i love kristen case, stewart listen case i've stew. been a defender case stew from the adventure so, so days I, let's i'm a huge the, fan the of runaways these twilight people man Kristen yeah. Stewart and fucking Pat Pattinson is yeah. my favorite actor going right now. And Kristen Stewart has really like made a dent in like the indie film scene. Do you and, know, like I, culminating in Spencer? Kevin, do you think that at some point we should tell our underwater our underwater story? Yes. So I think we let's, should. Let's we should have like a movie theater uh, story. Yeah, because yeah, we, be we have a good one last fun. year for men that and I, I think heard we should you discuss had a as well. One in Infinity Pool today. I did. That might be a yes, investigation. Still. Yes, I did. Maybe we'll save it. This is a good idea. Oh, for and me. I have a and I have a good one for Nope too. Movie theater stories. Lock it in. Yeah, we're gonna lock that in. Let, listen, let's talk a little bit more case stew when we um when we get to lead actress apparently. Um, um but so let's let's move on and let's have Jamie supporting actress. Let's yeah, hear, let's hear your picks. you're a, you're an idiot. It's Carrie Condon, and I don't even think it's particularly close. That's, That's it. I'm done. Move on. That was my one. Okay, let's let him. I oh, mean, really? She, how that was do my you one. Buy, how well, do you not even put her on your fucking ballot? I'll tell you why. Because the Harry performances I like better were Kiki Palmer, Nicole Kidman, Rachel Sinat, and Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Rachel Weaver, Sinat. I'm gonna. Kristen Stewart. Oh my god. Yeah, she was unbelievable. Sigourney bodies, Weaver. Bodies, bodies. Yes. Yeah. She did all the fucking uh, mocap. So what? So that. She is also, Kevin, help me here. No, it's Carrie. Condon. It's Carrie Condon. It's not even close. That's fine. Guys, guys. That's she fine. Is, she is a rock in that movie. She is like the audience surrogate. That's She's saying all the things you want to be saying to these two like Nimrods. That scene between her and Barry Keoghan uh, by the water is she's, fucking She's nominated for yeah. uh, like the actual Academy Award. She's, she got oh, nominated yeah. for that, right? Yeah, yes. I hope she... They're all nominated. Barry, Barry Keoghan got, nom that, got nominated. I hope too. that movie runs away with some stuff. I have a feeling that there might be a little disruption from our everywhere, 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 you know, everywhere, 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 everywhere. Yeah, that movie, they shouldn't win anything because it fucking I, it should, I, it should, sucked so hard. I, would be I didn't fine. see it. <laughs> I would be fine with one. It was one. so fucking bad. I'd be fine with one of the wins. <laughs> I but... didn't see it, by the way. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I, I got Shabon. I got Shabon sweep on that one. I got Shabon syndrome. Okay, so <laughs> you 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 picked so so Kevin same, also same goes for you for supporting actress right uh, from Unleashed. Unleashed, and of course everyone go see it. Go check out go Unleashed. Check out Unleashed. Tell me young, how it is. Young Carrie Condon, and also Kaylee's mom in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. 
Right. We love Carrie Condon. Big fan. Okay. Um, didn't, do you I, have any other nominees? That's, that was my one. Okay, I was fine. Like, no, that's fine. Because, you know why? Because nobody else even is huh? remotely in her field. I think there were five. Everybody check ahead. out Unleashed. Tell go, me how go it's watch, aged. Go watch Unleashed. Here's the thing, Kevin. I watched it recently. Not great. But however, sure however, but I know Bob Hoskins talks Hoskins. like this. I think one of the things Jet Li is, is fantastic. She should probably be my five because Kiki Palmer should probably be lead actress, even though she wouldn't break my. Yeah, five I would almost actress. say she's lead actress. It's a big category for her, but I wanted to give her the I wanted to give her the recognition, so this I kind is, of slotted um, her in. All right, let's go. No, I'm mad now. Let's do this. I'm so pissed off. I'm fucking pissed off. Let's do this. I'm so fucking fucking mad. Why don't we do a, Why don't we do an easy one? Score. What do you got? Everyone who disagrees with me, by the way, I'm chopping a finger off. I don't know if anyone <laughs> what do we got? Score. Uh, score. This, is, a, this I, is an interesting one. I had an easy pick for this This one. was interesting for me. And Kevin, I'd be surprised if you don't pick what I think. You went with... What uh, do you think I picked? The Batman. Yes. Which Easily. is a great score. Easily. Easily. And, and it's weird because it was just... I had... It's just I had that name. Oh, oh, that's one of my. That's kind of. Oh, that's kind of one of my problems with it. Fucking Pattinson listening to Nirvana and his little bat lair. No, it's I'm cool. Like, Come on, no, it's cool. Like, no, it's I, cool. I, oh my that, word! That main theme was yeah, stuck it, in my head for. I, I would listen to it like like once. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, I have. So, yeah, well, my, hold on. We're going to snake. We're going to snake. So Kevin, your score. I, I agree. We'll, the Batman is very good. I. It's a, it's a weird blind spot on my list. I have three scores. Okay. First one is by this guy, Alex G, and he did the score for We're All Going to the World's Fair. I gotta I gotta watch that. And I really liked it. I feel like it is not gonna be a Lewis's movie. I think I've never I th- even heard of it. I think it's, it's it was old. oddly marketed to seem like a real like horror spooky movie where it's really not. It's more like a meditation on loneliness, okay. people being online, like it is really unsettling, and there's weird stuff going on. You're basically watching a girl who's, like, very mentally ill, and she's kind of, like, sure, sur- sure, surrendering right. herself to this viral, um, like, challenge online. And it's, you know, it's I really liked it. It's also, like, less than 90 minutes. Right. It's, you know, but the score is, like, a really good reflection okay. of the the tone of the movie. It's very unsettling. Um eerie uh i would say you know check out the movie but like and it, the movie itself is like there's not too much dialogue so yeah. it's like resting a lot on the score right right and it works really well so okay. that is my uh that would be my number one pick okay my um honorable mentions um are bones and all which is uh Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross cool really really cool score it's very di- it's you know less um, Did you see that Reznor is doing uh, Fincher's next movie? Oh, yeah, he should supposed do to come out in November. With, I think. Uh, the Killer. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that mar- like Fincher's the one who was like you oh, know, that, Trent Reznor. That, you- that Social Network score yeah. is Social Network top four on my LD. But that Social Network Great score movie. is incredible. the The Bones and All one is interesting because it's not it's it it doesn't really sound like a, a traditional Trent Reznor thing. It's kind of a acoustic and it's very like. Very beautiful, haunting. Um, and then my other one is, which is genuine, Mark Corvin with the Black Phone score. Cool. Which the Black is, Phone he's done some cool stuff. Yeah. The, that's, he, that, did, he did Hereditary? Yeah. Because he's come up on a couple of episodes that I've done, actually. I really like Black Phone. I think that score is almost too good for that movie. Right. But I really like 
Black Phone. Black Phone the... was a really fun Pinheads uh, at the movies experience. Yeah, Looking Mark uh, Mark Corvin's score is is very Carpentery in that movie. Um, got some cool synth stuff going on. Yeah, the whole on. movie felt like yeah. it was directly from the fucking eighties. Yeah, it was great. That's that's an okay. honorable mention. Not okay. So it's not hereditary that I'm thinking of, but he has come up on the pod because he's also done the score for. Actually, get get a load of this. He's been working since the late '80s. I'm just gonna list a couple of highlights. Cube. Yeah. Nice. The Witch. Ooh. Wow. The Lighthouse. Okay, he's an Eggers guy. Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Here's one that is Mike crazy. and I big Resident Evil. Here's one that's crazy, guys. but mostly for just the pinheads. Um, let me see what year this was. Megan? 2017's Awakening the Zodiac. Wow. Are you kidding me? He did a Schmodiac as part movie. of the Schmodiac. Oh my god, movie. That's great. Um, but okay, awesome. So your but your winner is World's Fair. Yes. Cool. And uh, I just want to say uh, uh, for context I have had for like three years a uh, potential night for pinheads to watch uh, Schmodiac movies, and those are Curse of the Zodiac and Awakening the Zodiac. Those I, are not the David Fincher film um, Zodiac. That's a night that I refuse to be a part of. I can't wait for it. We'll be, we'll It'll never there. happen, but I can't wait for uh, it. I, we should do it tonight. tonight? Uh, no. 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 You know I'm down. We got the movies picked tonight. I don't want to watch yeah, the Schmodiac movies. No. <laughs> Help um, me! I think the movies are schmoovin', man. They're schmoovin'. They got juice. I mentioned the uh, Schmodiac movies on a, on a, a previous episode. I don't even remember okay. which uh, what the context was. It was probably because of Horvin. It was probably the the witch episode. Yeah. And I was but, like, oh, Schmodiac, and the guest was like, I would say I, I don't even want to like guarantee Mike that you'll love that movie, but I would say there? I would say check it out. You mean Awakening the Schmodiac? <laughs> yes, Awakening the Schmodiac. I wanna. It's yeah. on my radar. Uh, World. I think I think it's an HBO Max. Or Okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I think Vinegar Syndrome actually put out a release of it. That makes sense. Like, or a, a, some one of their like sub labels, essentially. Yeah. All right, Jamie, score. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, I already said the Batman. Any other? I do. That's no, fine. You don't really, have to. Yeah, I mean, Top Gun Maverick was had some wow. had some good shit going okay. on. Yeah, Northman. Lady Lady, Lady Gugu did a little. Lady, uh, who I I had listened. Uh, the I love the the weekend song at the end of Avatar Two was kind of insane. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that yeah. was going on, and I was walking on the theater, and I looked up and I said, "What was what's like, happening right now?" He was like, "Huh?" He was like, what? Uh, But yeah, no, I, I really I really liked that that Batman yeah, score. Was you, you went to Avatar Two by yourself, so you get up you're like, "Ah, oh, that was yeah, great." So my and little the thing with Avatar, to you. my little thing with Avatar Two is I also was on the same page as Kevin. I literally. I mean, I was saying in the chat, who the fuck could possibly care about Avatar 2? And then one Saturday night, uh, I got a knock at the door, and Jimmy Cameron came into my home, beat me up, dragged me to the theater to see Avatar 2. Yeah, Yeah. I had a lot of recordings of it. Put you in the trunk, right? He threw me in the trunk, beat me up. He bought me popcorn, which was good. (laughs) Is he Uh, a pickup truck guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. So it's got a cap so on it. All right. He bought me popcorn and soda, and he got me some 3D glasses. I saw Avatar 2, and I fucking loved it. I also want to say when I got my uh, ordered my iPod from eBay, I um, <laughs> I put the Batman score on it as it's well really as the, the scores for Bad Education and Spotlight. I was hey, sitting next cool. to uh, I was sitting next to an older gentleman during Avatar two, yeah. and during the last hour, I was really trying hard to contain myself because right, I didn't, didn't want to disturb. Him. I didn't want to disturb him, but when that fucking whale <laughs> jumped on the thing, I t- I was like, let's go. Oh, I was into it. All right, all right. Juice, baby. Let me do. Let me that do my juice. Um, let me do my score. All right. How many are? Crimes of the Future. 
Banshees Sky. of Insurin. Okay, yeah. Avatar Two Way of Water. Triangle of Sadness, which is a movie that kind it's of falls into the um some of it works, some of it doesn't, and it's one of the Eat the Rich movies that is a little um it doesn't work quite as well for me as like something like Infinity Pool, Parasite. Um but there's still a lot of good stuff going on, and it shows up one more time on one of my ballots. And Babylon, um, which I really, really uh, that was uh, a her her Hurwitz, um, Justin. Uh, it's yeah. Like a lot of, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it was fucking a lot of, a lot of that awesome. whiplash, yeah, jazzing going on. A lot of that guy Damien Chazelle loves jazz. That guy, yeah. he's jazzing. It's 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 really good, and honestly, I'm I've got it on like I've got like a, di- a digital download of it now and I want to uh I'm going to I'm going to wind up watching that on tour when we leave definitely like at least once cuz that's, that's like a, a perfect like got 3 hours in the van let's let's put Babylon on again Brad's great in it what it's, about Terrifier 2 you going to throw that one on listen I'm sure <laughs> Jay likes Terrifier 2 because he's a big horror guy and Jay Summers I, I, I watched the first one that was pretty good for me I, yeah. I think I'm all good on I, art I, that can. I saw one clip of Terrifier 2 online and said you know what this is a little too much for me I would sit through it and endure it I think but I I you're gonna have to have, someone's gonna be like hey you wanna watch Terrifier 2 I'm not gonna come sit, come home after a long day and be like alright time for an hour no an hour sorry 180 minutes of Art the Clown I yeah. can't. I, I can't. No, it's not good. Um, but whatever. I've you know I've I've actually heard that it's pretty interesting. But either way, my my winner for score is Crimes of the Future. Who did that bad boy? Oh, I remember boy. it being cool. Um, it's a lot of Peter Frampton. There was a lot of voice box on it. Does the ear man have his own theme? He came alive. Well, he the the ear man with his like that was um that movie's so cool, Jamie. It, I'm sure it, it is. is. I won't see it. It sucks. Where is David Cronenberg uh, needs to go to I don't federal see, prison? I don't see who did the. Um, I don't see. Oh, uh, sorry. Here, here it is. All right. D- David music Cronenberg. By, oh, Brandon music Cronenberg. by Howard Shore. Oh, Howard Shore's Shore done a ton. Rocks. He did the spot. Yeah. The spotlight. And uh, he's he's he, this guy work. He's you know he works like Philip Glass works or fucking any of those guys. That, he, uh, and he's Cronenberg's guy. He's that bear, done that Bear McCreary is doing a lot of work too. Here's a couple. Here's a couple from Howard Shore. I've got a couple of his soundtracks, like a couple of records. Um, the Brood, Video Drum Scanners, uh, After Hours, The Fly, Dead Ringers, '90s. Now let's go. Silence of the Lambs, Naked okay. Lunch, Hello. Naked Lunch in uh, with fucking Ornette Coleman. Holy smokes! And Butterfly, Mrs. Doubtfire, Philadelphia, Ed Wood, Fuck. Seven. Wow, Man. this guy. Crash, the good one. Two of my top fours on LB, dude. Uh, The Crash, Cronenberg, my one of my favorite movies. Copland, The Game, uh, Existence, Analyze This, and now we're in the two thousands. He did the Lord of the Rings stuff, Gangs in New York, The Aviator, History of Violence, Departed, Eastern Promises, uh, some Twilights, Hugo, Spotlight, Spotlight, um. And uh, you got spotlight on this? Not a ton as of lately, but Crimes of the Future is one of them. Eighteenth eighteenth coll- collaboration with David Cronenberg. He's. I hope he works with Brandon. Well, Howard Shore is getting up there in age. It looks like. As of today, Howard Shore, my new favorite composer of all time. Look at that resume. Yeah, that's that's good stuff, honestly. All right, 
So this guy didn't hit record. Are we longer or shorter than Terrifier Two right now on the recording? Yeah, Mike. When you said oh ninety minutes, like this thing is not going to be just ninety. No, minutes. it's it's not as it's not as long as you think. We're at about an hour right now. We're schmoovin', dude. Yeah, we're schmoovin'. We're schmoovin'. <laughs> For what it's worth, the first annual just Academy Awards is schmoovin'. <laughs> really is schmoovin'. Um, okay, so let's wrap it back around. We're doing supporting actor, and I want I kind of I kind of rigged this a little bit so that way I I just want to make sure that Kevin doesn't steal my thunder for my pick okay. because it might be on his radar. Do you okay. have a cool pick for a supporting actor? I have a very cool pick, but okay. it's, it's probably the most me pick of all. Okay, it's... okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Judd Hirsch for The Fablements, Matthew Mayher for Funny Pages. That's mine. <laughs> Woody Harrelson for Triangle of Sadness. Barry Keoghan for Banshees of Insurance, and Stephen Yoon, Yuen Young for, nope, sorry, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. The winner is Matthew Mayer for Funny Pages. Yep. That Agreed. was, that was my, like, 100%. I was, and I, I knew that you would do it, and I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to feel like I was copying you. No, no, no. That's why I rigged it, so that way I would do it first, but whatever. You we, picked it because it's the correct answer. It is absolutely the correct answer. <laughs> Holy and smokes. Believe you me, we are going to be talking more about that movie today. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, it's an unbelievable performance. One of, one of the great, iconic characters from this year. Yeah, Funny Pages is a movie that is like very in line with something like Crumb, even though Crumb is a documentary technically. Or um, what's the Zwig, the Terry's wig, wig off? That is oh well, that's Crumb actually. I'm sorry. There was another one that you Ghost said. Ghost World. Go, not that's I know that's Zwig off. American Splendor. That's it. That's it. That's the one that you told me that I should watch. Yeah. That Crumb is uh, Crumb is a character in that. Right. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah. No. Um, we'll get into Funny Pages, but that's like. That's my movie of the year. Like that's that was my like I saw it in theaters. I saw that trailer. I was like, "Wow, this is we'll we'll get into it." We'll yeah, get all, into all right. It. We'll we'll wait because it it's it's clear that it's going to pop up. It pops up at yeah, it pops up on one of my other one of my other ballots too. Okay, so that's my supporting actor with a fucking bullet. Um uh, Judd Hirsch was you know, that scene is unbelievable in The Fablemans, but either way, that that's unbelievable funny pages. Jamie, supporting actor. Yeah, it's a boring pick. Going back to Banshees. That's fine. Again, I, I, the donkey? I, I can't remember. Yeah, it was a donkey. I can't remember a time where I've seen a movie that has like, four performances that just. Five. You count the donkey. You count the donkey. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always been weird about, about when it comes to like, like some, obviously there are some years where you have, uh, the actor and the best supporting actor win from the same movie. Yeah. My whole thing on that is like, I don't know. I feel like one of those guys steals the, the spotlight from the other. Um, like for me, a big one is the Revenant and obviously Leo won the Oscar for it. And I'm like, did y'all see the movie? Cause Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, that was the thing. Tom Hardy was the performance. Easily his best performance ever. He should have won the freaking Oscar for that. So it's like, I, like depressingly, that was probably Hardy's, only Before, chance. Only chance. Yeah. He. Have you ever seen the, the Revenant, Mike? Uh, the the the, the, Leo, movie? the Leo. Yeah. No, but I have it. It's one of those ones where like my it's, dad got it for me for Christmas worth, and was like, "It's worth exactly one you watch." The bear movie. It's worth exactly one watch. Tom Hardy is the star of that movie. But anyway, here's here's a question for myself: yeah. Am I gonna watch the Revenant or the Cocaine Bear first? Which bear movie? Oh God. 
And you know, we the the real best bear movie that I've ever seen is the Anthony Hopkins one. The Edge, is it called? The Edge. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, have you answer, ever seen that, Jamie? No. You'd fucking like that shit. To Anthony answer your Hopkins, question, yeah, Mike Monaco is going to be watching Cocaine Bear before The Revenant. Oh, it's yeah. probable. Um, but yeah. It's Brendan Gleeson. It's going to be my secret or uh, adapted screenplay uh, yeah. winner for next year. <laughs> you got to do Grizzly uh, Man, though. Yeah, oh, Grizzly That's Man is great. Bear Grizzly Man is great. But yeah, it's Brendan Gleeson. Again, okay. boring pick, but he, he just... Hit. It's a good and, pick, though. And Barry Keoghan, too, you know, yeah. he, he also owned that movie. But Brendan Gleeson is... I really like him a lot. It's just great. It's just a great movie. Kevin, great yep. movie, great performance. Supporting actor. Uh, uh, I'm right there with you, Mike. Uh, Matthew Mayer for uh, Funny Pages playing Wallace. Yeah. Um, but the other contenders I had in the mix, um, I did have Brendan Gleeson. I had uh, Paul Dano. Take your pick. Sure. Fableman or Batman. Um, oh. And you know what? This, this is more more just a. Um, this is more just like kind of a, a courtesy mention. Um, John Leguizamo. He was in The Menu and Violent Night this year. And, uh, I gotta see Violent Night. He's, he's very fun in both. I recently rewatched the John Wick trilogy, and I know neither of you have seen the first one. I've seen three. Yes, but John Leguizamo is in the first one, and he play, he has a, a really small role, but it's, it is perfect for John Leguizamo. Yeah, I'm all for when Leguizamo he, showing up in yeah, movies now. he rocks. Would it have been a, a nom for your supporting actor for that year? No. But, but it's still, but but still it's, worth, no, it's, worth it's a just mention. Like, those John Wick movies, outside of like the action, they every like, like whoa, that actor's in this, right? Is perfectly cast so for what John I think, Wick. Jamie, Jamie, I think you were going to love Violent Night. I don't doubt it. We're we gonna save it for Christmas. I love. I think um, we should do it for let's Christmas. Do it Christmas. I, love, we, no, I love nobody. Yeah, like, it's and John Leguizamo plays rocks. the villain in it. Nobody That's was the, awesome. Um, the Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk, right? Yeah, because I think you know again, like what's what's really great about these like. American action movies now is that they're being done by stuntmen, but they're also grabbing like John Wick three did the right thing of grabbing these guys from these Indonesian films like The Raid and and The Night Comes for Us and yeah. bringing them in. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Um, but but there's a uh, to go back to uh, our boy we just, Matthew. We just Mayer. went a little uh, Leguizamo rant there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because we're on you. We're on you right now. Uh, Matthew Mayer is Maher Mayer. Either way, doesn't yeah. matter. Like there's fearlessness in that performance. He he is so on the surface, so unlikable, yeah. such a mean guy, <laughs> like a real disruptor. Like there's no arc for him. No, no, and he's, he, he's a fucking bullet. There's a, <laughs> it's a bulldozer that just comes lead, into that movie. I mean, to be fair, the lead character in that movie, uh, twerk. is uh, is a horrible little eighteen year old who who's like in search of an uh artistic mentor because he's like a cartoonist and a comic book guy yeah but and he thinks he's going to find the answer in this guy wallace <laughs> and wallace makes it clear from the jump that he wants nothing to do with this kid leave leave me alone that's his whole like yeah shtick and then this kid invites wallace uh to christmas at his house christmas day it is a nightmare but no he is like again fearlessness yeah. no vanity on this guy like he he shows up and 
It, it was like an instantly like one of my favorite characters in a movie. Yep. Um, yep. He was. He was my. He's amazing. Wasn't even a thought in my head. He was my pick. Yep. Absolutely. All right. His face is adorned on your refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we do Secret Santa for Pinheads every year. Kevin got me, and my Christmas card was his face, and and. Kevin's gift from Jeremy was his face on a t-shirt. Yeah, it was a big year for Wallace. <laughs> big holiday season. Jamie's got to see funny pages for nothing yes. else except the fucking Wallace. Yeah, stuff. that's 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 another good one I missed. Um okay, let's 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 wrap it around. Let's do lead actress. Lead actress oh. in a movie. Woohoo. I got a doozy for you boys. I got a slam dunk. I got a doozer. Oh gee, oh Mike, I wonder who your uh, choice for this one is. Do you actually? Is it someone who talks like this? Whoa, oh, wait. Uh, with a fucking bullet. But go ahead. You you start. You start. Wait, is Mia is Goth on turn? the podcast? <laughs> is it my turn? She's yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, because we're snaking. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we talked about before I made the doozy of putting Kristen Stewart on here because, you know, she just, she just lit up that Crimes of the Future. But I had, for my choices, I had Kristen Stewart, Crimes of the Future. Uh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Mia Goth, Pearl. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I disagree. Uh, and the, these next two are are kind of crazy. Madeline McGraw from Black Phone. Cool. She played okay. the sister. The, the, Very the cool. little sister, yeah. And, By the way, uh, her sister played yeah. Megan. Yeah, that is the, crazy. What yep. a what a dynasty. What that a, family. What a, what a duo. Uh, yeah, we we talked about before. Black Phone operates in Goblin mode, and she's a crazy she's movie. a. A leader of the the Goblin Mode. She's a citizen of Goblin Town. Yes, and <laughs> the mayor of Goblinville. <laughs> There's a lot of great performances, and I, I saw it just last night. But that little kid from After Sun. Cool pick. Well, cool nominee. She's excellent. Um, but I, I will. I mean, I mean, will you allow me to put? Kristen Stewart? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's the, 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 we can, we can, you know. Yeah, we, because I, I was under the impression whatever. like Kiki Palmer was like best actress. That's fine. That's, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what they call category fraud. So yeah. for me, so it's one of those things where usually the category fraud comes from putting like someone who is probably should be a lead into supporting like what I did with Kiki Palmer, where it's like, you know, that kind of, even though she should be lead, sometimes the the academy will put her in supporting, so that way she gets like an easy win or something like that. Yeah. Um. Or just to get the nom, you know what I mean? But but so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm. I think that traditionally that's supporting actress, right. but I encourage any praise of anything Cronenberg, yeah, anything Kristen Stewart. I'll let Kristen jump the gun here and uh, jump the line into lead actress for me. Um. Yeah, she cool. Like she, I think she's really good in in pretty much everything she's in uh, nowadays. But in Crimes of the Future, she's like working in a different gear than I've ever seen her before. She has like this this wild, like paranoid, very obsessive. Uh, I think uh, I said this after we saw it. Um, like kind of like a young Holly Hunter, just in, in oh, mannerisms yeah. and energy, just like a. Kind of frantic broadcast news energy. I'm gonna say Holly Hunter and Crash a little bit more because she, yeah, yeah. Holly Hunter and Crash is like, like, oh no, this person's a psychopath, right? Yeah, where she's into it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Bad energy. Where broadcast news, Holly Hunter, which is broadcast news in my LB top four right now, one nice. of my favorites. She is kind of like the overachiever psychopath, right? Right. Like, but like 
great. Like, yeah. I, I will watch broadcast news like three times a year for the rest of my life. And the, yeah, the, right after Crimes of the Future, there was like that clip going around that I used a lot. I'm going to paraphrase, but it was like the, a lot of people are into it. And you know, the, like that oh, Chris yeah. Stewart clip. Just the like, little, the little, like the rhythm to which she speaks and like it, while it's not the same as the Mia Goth um, Infinity Pool performance, it works in the same kind of like, this is unnerving and very sexy. Right. It's in that sense. And, you know, I, I, I knew that uh, Pearl would, you know, be discussed, but I, yeah. I, di- I did just want to uh, get that performance in there as That's well. That's fair. Yeah. I Again, Crimes of the Future, I will bring it up again a couple times. Um Nine but, times. <laughs> I should look at how many times I've brought it up so far. But, um, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. All right, Jamie. So this was a hard one for me okay. because I saw a lot of really good performances, but nothing that really blew me away. So just a few, right? Kiki Palmer from Nope. Uh, Karen Gillan from Duel, which, cool. who you guys are going to see later. We're gonna meet tonight. Uh, you're going to meet her. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy in The Menu. Uh, Jesse Buckley from Men. Um, there's a lot of good ones. But ultimately, my pick, I went with a real dark horse here. Okay. And uh, my pick is... You ready? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready. Grace Caroline Curry as Becky from Fall. <laughs> she yeah, did. Me and Kevin are looking at each other. With, what's Look, this Everything pick? he said, I, it, it didn't <laughs> match up. She, she, she what did... Movie? The best acting of a person uh, trying to not fall off of a 2,000-foot tower. You know what? She's, that they she's could not going to be on anyone's ballot. I'm glad she's in here. I'm glad you get to – like, I, I like that. There I were just... a couple times where she was falling off, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> what, were you, what were you thinking? But don't fall off! All right, okay. All right. Can I, wait, can I say one 10-second thing on fall? 100%. Okay. Bad movie, right? <laughs> but let me tell you something. The entire, and, and the entire time I was watching it, my palms were sweating. If you, it looks if stressful. You, if you They're are almost going to fall. If you are afraid of heights, that movie will fuck my you up. My dad famously was afraid of heights a I am bit. not One a fan of, of heights. That movie, of. I, my palms were sweating. So effective in what it did, and it was really bad. So my pick is Grace Caroline Curry cool for pick. Best Actress. Cool, cool pick. I like, I like an off-the-board pick. And you, I, do an off-the-board off nom is one thing. An off-the-board pick is something else. I love, though, that I said... <laughs> Both of those things, and neither of you knew what I was talking no, about. No, we were, we were. You said the actress's startled. name, and I said, nope, didn't click. You said, as Becky, I said, nope, didn't click. Okay, I've got, a, I've got a couple of whoppers. We're gonna hear some gaps from the uh, from the pinheads. Oh, Jesus Christ! The first annual Juice Academy Award for lead actress, and the nominees are Mia Goth for Pearl. Mia Goth. Florence... When I got the audition for Pearl. <laughs> Mia Goth for Pearl. Florence Pugh for Don't Worry Darling. Okay. Kate Blanchett for Tar. Okay. Who I hope wins the award for He's real. definitely going to win. Zoe Saldana, Avatar 2. Mike. Listen. Let me finish. Because, uh, I loved Avatar, but and, come and, on. And Michelle Yeoh for Everywhere, 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 Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, 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 everywhere everything all at once. I, I think that while that movie doesn't entirely work for me, because it's, yeah, it's, it's it, bits and bobs that work, and then other parts where I'm like, oh boy. It's pretty fucking bad. Um, you haven't seen it, I right? Didn't, I didn't see it. <laughs> uh, she's really, really good, and she kind of changes the temperature like that a few times. Um, 
I think she fucking rocks. And while I'm happy that Jamie Lee's getting an actual supporting actress nom for Halloween ends, it's it's for everything, 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 everything. Okay. Um, I don't think she should. You know, I don't think she was anything special in that movie at all. But it's it's more of a career thing, I think, because she's never been nominated before. But it's Michelle Yeoh, if she wins, I I I would rather Kate win because I think Tar is good. I think it's really good. I think it's really really good. Um, but uh yeah yeah ultimately it's whatever i think that she's the best part of that movie uh everything everything uh zoe saldana uh i think that's my most credible avatar pick other than well i i I can go to i can go to bat for some stuff but either way i think that that's a credible pick because of the actual raw emotion in some of the stuff i will say she is fucking crazy in it she's she's really good that's not like a me being funny like sigourney weaver supporting actress is a little bit funny you she know, is screaming and yelling. And I, know what? I, I, I will attest to that. I, I almost, uh, I got kicked out of the uh, Pinheads Facebook Messenger group for saying that I, I didn't feel anything when okay. the, the one kid died. Um, Which but, is crazy. But it is crazy. It's not that crazy. It's set up for you to not really care about that kid more than the other kid. But I, I cared about that kid. Mike, did too. you care about him? I, I did. I did. But I, but. It's really because upset. of Zoe Saldana's acting and her reaction mm-hmm. that you there is uh, uh, an emotion you feel because of yeah. her screaming and wailing in agony. So honestly, you know, I I think that holds more water. They... <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Okay. All right. All right. Pretty good. I'm glad that's recorded. Listen, we've done we've done a lot of Avatar they talk, they and we're going to do more. But they should have got Tony Collette to play that role. Anyway, what does Tony Collette have to do to be because to she, win a best be a, actress? I know. I know. Hey, sake. listen, not being not being a little horror movie, I guess, because Hereditary was a quiet drama. She's not going to get it with Mafia Mama. I'm telling you that, that much. <laughs> you see that trailer? <laughs> no, I didn't. People, people. Hey, mother, mother, Mafia Mama. This is my running theme. That we do Ma as well. We're living in the the era of like, what year is this studio comedies? I know Mike just watched You People. I did. We got Mafia Mama. You know. It's just like house a, party. We got like real. I, I also saw house party. This, we, we all watched uh, the Nice Guys on Christmas, and I think after that, no other comedy movie has ever been released. That was <laughs> the last. Okay. That comedy. was the last studio right. comedy movie. Uh, my my pick. My winner is Mia Goth. My winner is Mia Goth. I didn't get to that yet. I I do want to just because it doesn't show up anywhere else. Want to highlight? Don't worry, darling. As a piece that um, it's a movie that. Gets it's it takes way too much shit. It's not like it looked real bad. It wasn't. I, I thought that it was like a Mike, relatively you think good. Everything move, every movie is. That's good. not true. I thought the Batman was not good. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Um, there's there's plenty that I that just doesn't work for me. Don't worry, darling. Is one of those things where it's the Nickelback thing for me, where it's like people want they need to pick something to be like I hate this. This sucks and. And because of all of the like tension between cast and stuff like that, that's why it got that. When no, in reality, no, I think it's because it w- wasn't good. No, you didn't. Did you see it? No. Okay. Anyway, it was so bad. so I think that it one was not as bad as as everyone is saying, um, and that it was okay. Actually, it's very Stepford Wivesy, um, which I I have an affinity for. Um, and then spoilers, I don't think either of these fucking guys are gonna watch it, but it's very the no. village e. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, and, and on top of everything else, if nothing else works for you in that movie, Florence Pugh is great. I'm sure yeah, she I'm is. Sure she's, she's fucking awesome. awesome, and she deserves a nom. 
But he has me, that new mo- that movie on Netflix I want to see, too. The Wonder? The Wonder. I watched The Wonder. And that's, that's from this year, technically. That's from 2022. I, I wonder what was, you thought of it. It was good. It was good, but it wasn't enough for... She was, she was good. Uh, it, it wasn't enough. Like I, I feel like she was still better in Don't Worry, Darling, for what it's worth. She's, she's going to elevate any movie she's in at this I, point. Absolutely. She's unbelievable. And, uh, but my, my pick is Mia Goth. I think she's my favorite actress working right now. Um, yeah, I can't say enough good things. That, that movie, Pearl is unbelievable. Um, I have to do a rewatch of that soon because it's just stuck in my head and probably because I just saw Infinity Pool. But Okay, let's do a little snake, 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 snake. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do Best Director, and then after we're going to do our specialties, and then we're going to do Best Picture, and then we're going to be done. That's fine. Best Director. First, first uh, annual Juice Academy Award for Best Director. And the nominees are David Cronenberg for Crimes of the Future. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Spiely, Spiely, Spiely. Park Chan-wook, Decision to Leave. Wow. James Cavern, Avatar 2, Way of Water. Jimmy. Martin McDonough, Banshees of Insurance. And the winner, Best Director. Goes to James Cameron. Come up Let's here and get your award. <laughs> Come on up here and get your award. It's I'm the king of the world. Yeah, it's one of those things. It, it was a real toss-up between Cronenberg and Cameron for me, and I do think that Spielberg, you know, any of these, any of these guys winning is fine. That's 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 great. But uh, the way that he makes everything work together, and just like, listen, I'm an Avatar two boy. I'm I'm I want to swim listen, in that water with, with I wanna, the blues. I want to. I want to. Listen, get, he's I in my right nominations. In I want to get right in that water. All right. Best director, Jamie, go ahead. Okay, so th- this was also a struggle for Hold me. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt Jesus you. The one, the one last thing I want to say about Crimes of the Future is... Oh, my God. Because... I, I, this is what I wrestled mm-hmm. with. Playing you off. <laughs> this is, this is oh, what I... Oh, no. Will Smith is coming, Mike. Oh, oh no. no. This, is, <laughs> this is what I wrestled with for Cronenberg. Uh, the movie was pretty much about him aging out of becoming like an edgy director and just like kind of hey give the man the floor this is my pod this is my pod sip some juice sip some juice come on huh? oh sorry um the the movie is essentially kind of about aging out of becoming kind of a masterful edgy director and just like kind of being put off by some stuff like the the ear guy kind of being a, a an allusion to just like hey here's a movie that's crazy why is it crazy like it's a bunch of ears the ears don't even work like it doesn't mean a thing right um and yeah it's just like i i i it's it's it got, it's got a lot to say about changing evolving whether that's movies art uh even just bodies in general you know like it's got it's got stuff about you know just gender it, it's 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 so fucking good, and I just wanted to highlight it because it doesn't win director, and I think that it's one of those things where it's so good partially because of who directed it and why he directed it. You know what's cool about the uh, the era right now is that we're seeing a lot of like these great classic directors from the 70s, 80s, who are now making sort of like reflective movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Cronenberg with that, Spielberg with Fablemans, like Scorsese when he did The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, like, they're kind of, you know, some more than others, it's like, you know, seeping in their own story and biography into these yeah. um, into these movies. 
Yeah, cool. yeah. I, I just wanted to highlight that because it was so. Because I'm going to talk about Crimes of the Future again quickly with one of the other categories. You like that movie? So far, I would say I liked the last. That's we'll, we'll we'll get into it. Um, but I just wanted to highlight specifically the reason why it it's pretty much best director. But I I had to give it to Jimmy. Jamie, speaking of Jimmy, Jamie. Oh, Jimmy, are, Jimmy. are you done? Jimmy Cameron, <laughs> are you fucking done? You know, Joe Biden just texted me. He put out a new law. It says that Mike Monaco is not allowed to talk about crimes of the future anymore. Crimes of the future or Cronenberg in general? And is it just David or is it Brandon as well? Anything related to a fucking Cronenberg. Okay. Right. Well, I'm anyway. Gonna, I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> You're um, done for, man. So, yes, You're I also cooked. struggled with this one, right? So, again, it's very odd, right? Because my most anticipated film of the year was The Northman. Uh, shit. We haven't talked about it. I know, right? I loved it. And we saw it in Montreal for your bachelor party. We did. We loved it. It was awesome. So it's like, yeah, I was aiming towards Eggers, right? Yeah. Then I watched Top Gun Maverick. Okay. And I said, holy shit, that movie blew me away. I was not looking forward to see it. You know, I didn't want to see it, but it was awesome, right? Yeah. So I was like, man, everything that this director and Tom Cruise collectively put into this movie, like that deserves something, right? Then I saw Avatar 2. And when you take everything that James Cameron has done to make that movie happen. Ten years. How do you not give him best director? That's, that's, and that's my argument for initially being like. How do you not give it to him? Everything, that man spent years building the proper equipment to make that movie work. I don't even know, I can't even fathom how you begin to put a movie like that together. And then to actually make it work in every way that it did like you said like okay catching you up to speed in the first hour yep. that second hour listen i would have watched two hours of, the, of them just swimming agreed of them, just swimming agreed that was I my initial lb fucking loved it uh, i agree this shouldn't have been three hours it should have been four yeah i i don't even know how you can possibly give it to anyone but jimmy i was wrong do not doubt james cameron after i watched avatar 2 i i uh, rewatched Terminator 2, yeah. one of my favorite movies ever. I've been really, really wanting to rewatch Aliens, but it's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, I like part of the DVD. Fucking love the VHS that. If you want, uh, I, I, no, I'm okay. The, the, the thing, love that guy. The He's, thing that uh, we haven't talked uh, about yeah. yet that you just touched on is the how long it took him to make it, which Kevin kind of alluded to as well, just it taking so long. It's 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 like if an artist created an instrument and Built then put a out new like instrument, created a new instrument. And then, you know, which was, you know, it's kind of a spin on another instrument, but it's still a new instrument. And then proceeds to, like, break records for the most amount of records And put out, records use sold. that instrument to make and, a banger of an album. And it's legitimately good. That's the yeah. other thing, yeah. And and so, I, and it, it goes to my thing of basically, like, any movie, any piece of art that someone spends a decade of their life on, I don't care what it is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. I don't care if it's even, if, because if everything can... about it looks like... Like everything about it looks like not my thing. I will still be like, this guy spent a decade doing this. This this person spent a decade doing this. I got to see at least what it's about. It's either gonna be it's gonna be insane for a myriad of but reasons. But that's why I went. That's why like I went to go see it because again, seeing Top Gun Maverick, I was like, man, I missed out. And I was like, you know what, Avatar two at the end of the day is a spectacle. And I'm like, if I'm gonna see this thing, yeah, it has to be an IMAX 3D with the high frame rate and yep. everything. I was genuinely blown away and and like the word that we used undeniable it's undeniable like, like you can try as hard as you want i was and it's the it, proof is in the pinheads chat oh no oh no oh, he's boy. here coming in hot slamming it open 
Okay, uh, let's 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 keep going, uh, Kevin. Okay, all right. It, I was talking, but oh, fine. sorry. No, fine, did, whatever. He was, he was on his Avatar thing. Well, I, I mean, we're gonna talk more about Avatar because are we? Yes, okay. a little bit, a little bit. We're almost, we're almost done. We're in the I, stretch. I, Kevin, go. I, I will just tack on to that. Uh, that you know, it is cool that he took that amount of time. He was patient with it. He kept assuring people that there will be more avatars, and then the confidence. That he's like, people are gonna like this. Twelve years later, it it broke all the box. Like the 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 film industry was still like blown away by Avatar two. Yes, I've been monitoring it. Look at the other stuff; it's fine. But if Kevin's track is flipped, you can't use any of it. Uh, it's gonna be fine. What? Jeremy's being a little bit. I'm not. His track is fucking clipping all over the place. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. And then, uh, oh you know, I, I appreciate James Cameron himself even says that, like, he sacrificed the screenplay for delivering a spectacle, and you got to respect it. Um, okay, so my, my uh, Best Director nominations are as follows. Um, Beale for The Fablements. Yeah, I think it's one of the most uh, personal movies ever made. It was very gratifying to see so many things in the movie... Uh, that I'd read so much about through like biographies, documentaries. Like yep, yep. It, it was a beautiful experience to watch that movie. Um, uh, Jordan Peele, nope, gotta yep, respect yep. it. Yeah, very good. Um, uh, James Cameron, um, Charlotte Wells for After Sun, and yet my choice for best director is Owen Klein for Funny Pages. Okay, someone. Uh, uh, in contrast to Avatar 2, this guy filmed a movie on Kodak Film, and hey. it, it is, uh, it's one for me, I will say. Yeah. Did it, did it movie, take him 10 years to make it? Movie made for, for me. No, I'm, uh, I'm sure, uh, it, in concept, maybe, but, uh, no, it's about real people doing, uh, grimy things, and, uh... Is it about blue people swimming around in nope, water? Certainly not. <laughs> and, uh, that's my choice, Owen Klein. He's the, the son of Kevin Klein, and... Phoebe Cates. Hey, oh yeah, that, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that absolutely rocks. All right, let's do this. Um, let's do some specialties. Um, and then we're going to get to Best Picture, and then we're going to be done. So is this podcast not going to be able to be uploaded now? Jamie, it's going to be fine. This guy sucks. This I, guy came in and immediately the, killed the vibe. The, the waveform <laughs> looks like it did when I did a podcast in person with Scott. It, it, it fluctuates. It fluctuates a little bit depending on where. Look at this guy. He sucks. <laughs> it's it is completely fine. And now I got to clip all this stuff out. Um, His vibe sucks. It's okay. It, trust me. I've got. I've released episodes that look worse than this. You got to cut all this out. It, it, no one wants it, to listen to this. It's fine. It's um, fine. Obviously. Do you have specialty categories? Uh, maybe too many of them, but yes. I got, I got quite so, a few. I, I will do lightning round though. Let's let's lightning round these. Let's lightning round these. And, and these and... I have nominees for. Really? Yeah. So if you guys want to, if you guys want to pick, you can also pick. Okay. Let's here's let let's do it this way. Let's do snake. Okay. And I pretty much don't have nominees for these guys. Um, but Kevin, since we finished with you, give me one specialty. Do we want to do the um? Best movie that we saw for the first time. Yeah, that's one of mine. Okay. Right. Um, are we, so each person is not just going to run down all their specialties. We're going to go. You know what? It would be funnier if everyone just ran down all their specialties. Let's do that. Run yeah. down all your specialties. All right. Uh, best movie I saw for the first time this year. I have two for this. 
the Talented Mr. Ripley and the Meyerowitz stories. Uh, Talented Mr. Ripley is something that I'm going to be doing on the pod with James from Roll Tomasi soon. It is excellent. Uh, I slept on it way too long. Um, it's you're going to love it. Cool. Okay. Um, all right. Here we have <laughs> the best opening to a movie in 2022 is Halloween Ends. Moving on. Um, That's the only one I'll accept. Yep. Uh, the bet in the in in the world with um. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, the best willing to die for us performance in a movie this year is Aaron McGeehy in Jackass Forever. Hey, um, yeah, he that guy that is guy an MVP. Fucking uh, that, got it. That guy destroyed his uh, his balls and his nuts for for our entertainment. And we have to uh, tip our hat. Cool. Um, <laughs> the movie I shut off the fastest from <laughs> 2022 is Apollo 10 and a half. The Richard Linklater. <laughs> Uh, oh, the animated movie? Uh, animated movie, childhood, during the, the moon uh, launch. I did a Daisy ten, ten minutes in, I got. I did a Daisy and Confused F, and there's a, a, a game that I play at the end of all of the pods called You Just Got Juiced. And um, it's, you know, it's a gotcha, essentially. This is your favorite movie? Let's let's talk about one of the people from it. And, you know, it's not really a gotcha. It's funny. Um, yeah. But one of the questions is, uh, what's their most recent movie? Uh, you either pick a director or an actor. I pick the director. Um, what's their most recent movie, and have you seen it? And it's Apollo 10 and a half, which is awesome. I love Linkletter. I, I love so many of his movies. Bernie is one yeah. of my favorites. Uh, I love his vibes. Yeah. Apollo 10 and a half is like... Uh, a friend of mine said it was. it's like the equivalent of you're like at Thanksgiving and someone... Um, like at the far end of the table is talking about like an old uncle is talking about their childhood and it's like that yeah. vibe. It's yeah, like, yeah. and the animated thing already threw me off. It's just, I, it was like 10 minutes in. I was like, Nope, I'm done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> best journalism and typing movie of 2022 goes to, she said, I gotta see that thing. Uh, my mom Kevin, saw it loves his, Kevin loves his typing. Movies, man. My, That's my favorite type of movie. My mom saw it in theaters and you, that's the, where the infamous text that the, she scared from. No, no, no. That's from Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the, um, what did she say? She said, I won't, uh, she called like all the other theaters other than PJ cinemas. Crap. <laughs> I mean, She's not wrong. Uh, and then, uh, best, <laughs> I just said, uh, this best actress in a totally fine movie <laughs> is Aubrey Plaza and Emily, the criminal. I think that that is a very good choice because yes. that movie is fine and she is pretty good. She's good. She at elevates it. everything that she's in. If, the, if, it, if it was a different actress, I, that would be like a real, like forgettable one for me, but yeah. Um, da, 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 da. yeah, I think those were my, my big ones. Um, did okay. you do you guys have anything for, uh, was best there anything watch? you guys shut off quickly or, or best uh, movie opening? Elvis. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Elvis. I shut off after about 15 minutes. Best opening, uh, is something that I haven't thought about. You, you, we kind of like that Corey opening, man. I like it too. It's the only part of the movie. I like. That's, that's what I said. We, We've had our discussions about it. You can say what you want, but that I said that that would be an awesome, like, short movie, a yeah. short film. Uh, what, what? Corey and uh, oh, Halloween oh, ends. Oh, Halloween ends. Yeah, yes, I, I think that is a great uh, opening. Um, as oh, I, I mean, Kevin, the opening for Jackass Forever. And and as far as yeah. movie that I shut off, I didn't shut it off, but I kind of gave up on it, and I don't know when I'm gonna go back. Is Bros. Yeah, do me do us all a favor. Don't go back. 
All right, let's. How many? How far in did you get? I kind of got like forty minutes, but it wow. was a thing. All right, it was right. getting late, and I was like, kind of, I was kind of seeing myself starting to nod off, and I was like, let me pick this back up at some other time, and I cannot, for the life of me, think of when that's gonna be. Were you gonna? Were you ta- thinking about uh, shutting you people off? Or were you, no, were you, no, like, I you was watching that with Lauren, and thing. you know what? That's one of those things where it, I, I gave it a, I gave it like a three out of ten, but. I didn't have any trouble watching it. It's the infamous, for what it's worth, this thing really do be schmoving though. Schmoving. <laughs> um, it 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 did. It moved, and that's technically 2023. So that we'll we'll save that for uh, we'll save that for next year's. Um, but okay. Uh, and then first time watch, I'll get to when I do mine. But go ahead, Jamie. All right, I got some fun fun little fun little guys here. And again, I have nominees, so you guys can also pick winners if you'd okay. like. Um. So, best movie I saw for the very first time. I went on a Denis Villeneuve kick this year. I watched three of his movies that I had never seen before for the first time. Um, Sicario, which was awesome. Polytechnique, which was different, because that was before he really took off, and it was very bleak and and interesting. I definitely recommend it. But I fucking loved Blade Runner 2049. I cannot believe I put it off as long as I did. Love the vibe, love the atmosphere. Gosling is one of my favorite actors. But probably the best movie... And I, we've talked about it a gazillion times. I've recommended it to you uh, uh, over and over, and that's Sound of Metal. Yeah, I still that have movie to do it. is outstanding. It is equal parts devastating and inspiring. I do not cry during movies. That's not like a brag. It's just a thing. I, I don't know. Every time I get like very sad brag. during films, I am always able to like remind myself that it is a movie, and I don't see a, a need to actually cry. The ending of that movie. Maybe the closest I've ever come to, like, full-blown, like, sobbing because it's so real, so just – it's it's, I've it's got devastating. It. I've it's got devastating. It, um, it's really good. You should watch it as soon as you can. I've got the criterion. i got to yeah. watch it. i got to watch it. Very Go good. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Ready? My first one, worst movie of the year. <laughs> My nominees are Prey, <laughs> Halloween Ends, X – you haven't seen I didn't see X. <laughs> Pearl. You haven't seen Pearl. I didn't see Pearl. <laughs> and Everything Everywhere All at Once. You didn't see everything. I didn't see that movie either. <laughs> My pick, and it's not even fucking close. Prey. Every single person that was involved in the making of Prey needs to be beat up. That movie, I didn't even finish it. I turned it off halfway through. At least I finished Halloween Ends. And the worst part about Prey is that every person I know is like, yeah, it's good, man. It's fun. Everyone. Maybe the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Looked Boy. completely fake. Wow. Have you it seen was, Delgo? <laughs> it was so boring. It took about an hour for anything to even fucking happen. And even when the action did happen, it was so bad looking. I turned it off during the scene that you would think like I would be into, which is the Predator fucking people up. Yeah. It was so horrible. I almost threw my remote through my television. Awesome. This you, movie. You truly can't predict Jamie this with movie his movies. Sucked. That's a big. So bad that right. I <laughs> wanted to kill myself after Let's I watched next it. Category. All right, also, Halloween ends fucking sucks. All right, next All one. Right. Well, um, I liked it. <laughs> my next award is the Little Freak Gremlin, Little Absolute Ghoulie, who needs to be locked up in federal prison award. <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys, worst movie of the year? Um. Oh, for me? Oh. Uh, Prey. Just say it's Prey. I haven't seen Prey. But uh, no, just say it's okay. For me, the worst movie that I saw, if I'm looking at my ranked, hmm. 2022 ranked, I'm going to do my bottom five. Shady Grove at Ooh. number one, and Yikes. our our 
our buddy Jeremy did the sound for it, and it's the, it sounded great. Um, great. The sound was terrific. It sounded great, but uh, it was boring. And the worst thing a movie can be is boring. Yep. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that looked rough. It I didn't see that wasn't one. good. We watched it with uh, you watched your it dad. With my dad. Yep, we Crazy. watched it with your dad. Um, uh, Falling for Christmas, the Lindsay Lohan. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, you should believe that I watch. I, I, I should. I watch trash all the time. You do. And it, um, it, 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 it was bad, man. Smile didn't work for me. I, I hated it, and then <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, those are my least five in terms of bottom of the list for me. Some of them bad, some of them boring, and some of them just not for me. Kevin, the Batman is not bad. It's not boring. It's just not for me. Kevin, worst movie of the year. <sighs> Boy, um, maybe the Marry Me trailer. What? I saw that a bunch in 2022. <laughs> That's my number six. Rough. So. <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't even want to say the worst, but I didn't, yeah, I don't want to say the worst, but I did not, I couldn't get into that, uh, that windfall movie, the uh, Jason Siegel. It It's unfair it's to say, the, it's unfair to say the worst, but it's like one of those movies where, um, you know, the, the, the recipe is all there for, uh, for it to be something I'm really into, but. The execution for me wasn't there. It's unfair to say worse, but that's like kind right. of the well, I mean, most disappointing, I guess. Objectively, the worst movie of the year is Prey. So, my next award, Little Free Gremlin, Little Absolute Ghoulie, needs to be locked up in federal prison. My first nominee is Barry Keoghan for his role <laughs> as Joker in the Batman. In any movie he's in. My second nominee is Barry Keoghan for his role <laughs> in The Banshees of Inishirin. My third nominee is Willem Dafoe for his role as the little freak in The Northman. My fourth award is Rory Kinnear for his role as all the freak little men in the movie Men. And my last nominee is Ethan Hawke as the Grabber in Black Dog. <laughs> yeah. Hell my, yeah, dude. My personal pick, I actually had originally picked Barry Keoghan because he's just such a little freak. But, but this is not the most of his little freak performances. So I actually ended up going with Willem Dafoe. Um, he was a little goblin. You can always rely on him. Little freak should be locked up. Absolute little fucking goblin who needs to go to who needs to go to jail. Uh, either of you want to? Uh, pick... I'm looking through my picks right well, now. Well, how about the nominees that I put, Mike? I think Keoghan would be uh, is is a dead ringer for either of those. He's also he fill, he fits that bill in the Green Knight too. He yes, just he's a, shows yeah. up. He's a little just... freak in the Green Knight, and he's an absolute fucking nightmare in um Sacred Deer. So I don't think that Defoe should be locked up. I I I I actually resonate most with your men pick. Yeah. Um. And men, and men, 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 men is a blind spot. I didn't see men this year. So should I'll we should, should, should we tell our, should we tell our men feeder story? No, no, no. We're saving that. We're doing a, a, a separate all theater experiences podcast at some point. Oh, where okay. we just go through them all. Um, oh. And I think that uh, men. Uh, oh, so Jesse Buckley just missed out for me for uh, lead actress. That's something I good. forgot I to men. say. I like men. I really like Adam. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex Garland a lot. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Fan. He's cool. He's good. I hear cool uh, polarizing things about that one. So yes. yeah, it's. I think it's the disease of like. If you make two movies or three movies in a row about a woman who, like, where there's a character who's a woman who is, like, put in unsavory circumstances, just, like, in the sense that, like, they're being, like, kind of, like, manipulated in a movie or tortured in a movie or whatever, mentally, whatever, uh, that there's, like, a sect of, of people on a certain website that will go after them and be, like, this director is actually uh, problematic because, you know. 
yeah, it, a lot it, of a lot of those takes for this one. Yeah, it's right. uh, dumb. I think. Right. So anything me, a bad uh, character does in a movie is right. is condoned uh, by the the that's, maker of the movie. Yes, that's right. of course. All that's right. right. My next one. I have a few more. Um, the award for the guy that I would absolutely wash in a fight easily. Oh, <laughs> Tom Cruise as Pete Maverick Mitchell. What? Pete you Maverick Mitchell. What? That guy. Uh, if we my hat just sailed off Hold my on. head. Wait, let me explain to you why I would beat all of them. Okay. Uh, I have six nominees for this one, and they all, and they're all the winners, by the way. So, um, <laughs> Pete Maverick Mitchell, uh, he's not going to have his little fucking jet when, when he takes me on, and he's also really short and old, okay? Robert, uh... Pattinson, Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Um, I watched you know, his fight scenes in the movie. He was getting hit quite a bit. Head movement was off. Also, no kicks. I would kick him right in the legs. He would go down. Dave Bautista as Duke Cody. That guy fucking sucks. And he's not going to have his little gun. And also, all I have to do is throw a pineapple at him and he's dead. Uh, <laughs> Rowan Campbell as Corey Cunningham in Halloween Ends. Fucking dork. I would that smash one, his glasses right into his face and give him a wedgie. Uh, Miguel Mora as Robin from Black Phone. Sure, he had pretty good technique and he was doing spin kicks to those kids, but he's fucking tiny. I would pick him up over my head, throw him across the floor. And of course, Pete Davidson as David from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, this, I would kick the ever living shit out of Pete Davidson with my eyes closed. This stems from the me and Jeremy are watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, and Jamie's kind of like in his room and he's like, oh, I got to wake up early tomorrow. I don't know. And then he kind of is like, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll watch this thing. And he, he, he hopped in like 15 or 20 minutes in and Pete Davidson's bopping around. And I was like, I, I mentioned offhandedly as a joke that because he's really tall, I could kick Jamie's ass. And Jamie thought I was being serious. I got real mad. And he got so oh, pissed off. I and I was real. like, well, he's really tall, man. And he was like, do you was, think? And so so that was, bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, it was inf infamously a movie okay. I didn't love. But I, that might be like a best ending of 2022. Uh, what oh, what a good ending. ending was fantastic. Yeah. All right, so uh, all six nominees, they all win. I would kick the shit out of them. Okay. All right, my next one is the Liver King Award for uh, absolutely Whoever wins, we lose, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the Liver King Award for absolutely not natty for the most uh, geared up actor of the year. Pick number one is Dave Batista from Glass Onion. That guy has been on roids his entire wrestling career, and it's totally fine. Um, Alexander Skarsgård in The Northman. My man was jacked. He is 47 years old. No fucking way. He got that body by eating uh, chicken and broccoli. Also, from The Northman, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Kleish Bang? Oh, the... Kleish. Kleish Bang. He's the, um... He is... The guy that uh, fights. His, yes, Uncle yep. Fjornor. Now, yep. um, he also looked fantastic. He yeah. is 54 years old. Right. Sorry, Bodies pal. of gods. Sorry, pal. Not happening. <laughs> Next is Miles Teller from Top Gun Maverick. Miles Teller got really jacked for a role in a boxing movie that four people saw. He's a little dork. There's no way he got that fucking naturally. And of course, last but not least, The Rock. Oh, um, God. I simply cannot believe that there are people on this planet that think The Rock is natural and that he got to that size. He did, man. Um, by uh, virtue of hard work. Um, I hate to break it to you, everyone. Uh, your favorite professional athlete is taking steroids. Stop being, stop being a baby. And my winner is Alexander Skarsgård for The Northman. My man was ripped to shreds. Love the guy. Love the performance. But my lord, that dude was taking something. You see a lot of that guy in uh, Infinity Pool. I'll tell you that much. Sure Alexander Skarsgård is great. So, yeah. All the Skarsgårds are great. They are. Yeah. yeah. And my final award is the Andrew Tate Award. For oh. This guy sucks. <laughs> my first pick is Miles Braun from Glass Onion. Perfectly played role by... 
the great Edward Norton. Love Edward My Norton. next pick is Bjorn from Speak No Evil. Hey, Not yeah. the bad father. Wow. The good father. That yeah. guy sucked. Protect your family. All right, I completely forgot about Speak No Speak Evil. Speak No Evil. That, I, I don't know if that it's, would... It's, it's okay. I, I don't know that that it's would... It's a fun uh, family film. My next pick... I liked it a lot. My next pick is AJ from Barbarian. I mean, my God, if you saw the movie... Holy shit, that guy sucks. Justin Long Justin, played the crap great. out of it. Yeah, he's great. He was awesome. My man. next pick is... The character, not the acting. My next pick yeah, is... Yeah, the character yeah, rocks. Yeah, oh, Justin yeah, Long no, sucks. Not the character. My next pick is Tyler Ledford from The Menu. Holy shit, I wanted to punch him in the face I through my bullshit. television. Yeah. That guy sucked. And my last pick, of course, is Corey Cunningham from oh. Halloween Ends. <laughs> Halloween Ends, uh, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It sucks. My pick... Easily is Tyler Ledford. The when he started going off on Anya Taylor Joy's character, I was like, "Oh my god, this has to be one of the single most insufferable characters I've seen in a movie in quite some time." And I will say, wasn't a huge fan of the menu. That scene though, where he forced them to cook, that was one of my favorite scenes of the, of the year. So we haven't talked a lot about Halloween ends, and and let's just do a second here. I liked it a lot. I thought it was um, really good. I thought it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And do I have a, do I have a category for that? Uh, I don't, but I think I'm going to make one up on the spot here. All right, it's time for mine, right? Con- I'm going to roll through these. obligated not to talk at length about that movie. I am. But I'm, it is the best opening. I'm going to roll through these really quick. Good it's opening. Gonna good be, opening. It's going to be good. Uh, everything after that was horrible. Here we go. Sexiest water aliens. Avatar 2, Way of Water. <laughs> best whales. Avatar 2, Way of Water. Okay, yeah, I mean. Best donkey. Banshees of Insurance. And I didn't see that EO movie, um, but I'm sure that. They would come in second. Um, I think that's any second. any love for best whales for Brendan Fraser? Oh well, I didn't see it yet, so I can't nominate it. Well, he was a, he was the whale, right? The titular whale. Uh, best ear guy, Crimes of the Future, the ear guy. Okay. Uh, best chair for freaks would be the chair in Crimes of the Future. <laughs> These are uh, very specific. <laughs> best chair for freaks. Best monkey, and the nominees are the Fablemans and Note. And the Fablemans. Yeah, the uh, Note Monkey was a bit of a You'd rather hang out with the Fablemans. Yeah, I I don't want the Note Monkey anywhere near me. Uh, Worst trailer for a good movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That I agree with. Uh, Best snake fight, Babylon. Best sexting scene, I Love My Dad. Uh, I Love My Dad is very good. And best first time watch is Barry Lyndon for me. Um, Cool. And that's that's kind of that. Uh, I I was going to do a joke. I think it's the, um, like... I guess what I'm trying to say and trying to figure out a, a joke category for Halloween ends is that I think that it 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 is so much better than it was being sold to me. It was being sold to me as a big piece of garbage that it is. should be thrown in the garbage. It is, but it's it's. I guess it's it's you know it's just uh, polarizing. Um. All right. A lot of polarizing movies from 2022. Yes. Are we ready to end this off? A little best picture. Oh my god, we didn't even do best picture yet. This is holy cow. This and then we're done. I'm very interested. I mean, I feel like I know what you guys are gonna pick, but okay. We did snake. Let's let's just keep let's just keep with it. So I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go ten to one. I, I and these are in order. I mean, do you even have to read the nominees? We know what you're picking, Mike. Okay, we're gonna go ten to one. Number ten, Babylon. Number nine, R. What? Number eight. Funny pages. Number seven, Pearl. Number six, Avatar 2, Way of Water. Number five, Decision to Leave. Number four, The North Man. Number three, The Fable Mans. Number two, Banshees of Insurin. And number one is Crimes of the Few. 
Yeah. Clone Crimes of the Future is number one for me. I've said a lot about it this pod. I, 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 it's it's my shocked. favorite. I'm shocked. It's my favorite. I really like it a lot. Um, and I'm not going to elaborate much further because I talked about Cronenberg for Best Director even though he didn't win. And um, I don't know, man. No, I think I you should talk about Crimes of the Future a little bit more, Mike. <laughs> I love this family. I, I think Brandon's... I think I think Brandon's next in line, man. This Infinity Pool movie is stuck in my head. Crimes of the Future kicks my ass. I just rewatched it the other night. Um, I did a Possessor Crimes of the Future night, gearing up for both of this pod and um, and and just yeah, going to see Infinity Pool. Um, it's just it's just it's just my it's just my type of movie. That's it. I said enough. I said I, I've been talking so much about it, Jamie. Let's hear it. I mean, that's what I meant. Was, you don't even have to read the other nominees, Mike. Well, we, I like we, the we, other nominees. That's we, why we, I, we, I wanted to highlight. We barely talked Tar. All right, so I do want to highlight some right. some films here real quick, okay? The the Northman lived up to everything I, I wanted it to be. Love that movie. Top Gun Maverick was outstanding. I really, really liked Nope. Banshees of Inisherin was good. Men was fine. Uh, Barbarian was fine. You know, it was not as good as uh, people uh, made it out to be. Bum, 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 bum. Um, Jackass Forever was just a great great time with the movies boom, ba, boom, big ba, fan boom. of glass onion really love duel i'm a huge riley stearns fan um but my pick for best picture is fall uh no <laughs> <laughs> no uh, how i mean again how could it not be avatar just fucking cool. just out i mean what a what an experience Jamie, that movie captured me great pick great captured pick. me i want to go back in the water I want to swim with all those little guys. I couldn't agree more. I'm curious to see how it looks like. I know that you know. I I, I saw it twice in theaters, high frame rate, three D. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the 4K up, and I'm curious to see. It's how a very it weird thing where, where I sit here and I'm like, I don't even know if I could ever watch it not in that setting. Right, and they'll re-release it when three comes out and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I still go, give it a shot. Like I, I haven't had a chance to go back yet, and I'm probably gonna miss. But yeah, I, I'm sure that they will do a re-release, and yeah, I will go back. Gonna... I will go back and see it again. Yeah. We should do a we should do big big day. The rulers Avatar, the rulers Avatar two, and then Avatar three before then we'll go see. Avatar I, think, I have not watched Avatar one since it came out, and I have no interest in doing so because right. like I feel like if you're not seeing it, and maybe that is a detriment or that's like a yeah. criticism of the film. But you know what, man, they make movies for movie theaters, and yeah. that is a fucking movie theater movie. That's fair. All right, Kevin. I will say that local movie theater chains have to up their uh, Avatar merchandise game up a lot with the cups and the bowls. Can agree more. Um, Kevin did get an Avatar two pin recently. I did. I could have gotten it today too because I went back for uh, Infinity. Did you Bowl. get the the bucket from Movie Land? No, they were out. No, they were out. Oh, they were it was out. on display. Wow. And then I asked for it. So he was looking around and he was so like, "Fucking fucked yeah, up." So I was about to say, up. "Buddy, I, I'm seeing it on display. Just grab me that one." That was the night, of course, we saw. Skinnamarink. We, we're not talking Skinnamarink until next year. Next year, because it's a 2023. Wait, no, it's okay that, to not talk about it, because I don't feel like falling asleep right now. <laughs> All right, Kevin, here we go. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think this was projected from the jump. You know, I loved a lot of movies this year. Fablemans meant a lot to me. You know, Crimes of the Future is great. Jackass Forever, a great one. After Sun meant a lot. Funny Pages is my, my movie of the year. That's best picture for me. Um, we, we talked about it, but you know, it's a, uh, it's a movie about really grimy people. As our friend Jeremy said, it's like real life Ren and Stimpy cartoon. Yeah, that's a good, that's um, apt. But it I is feel like, uh, at movie. this point, all the pinheads know what 
like like you guys oh this is a jamie movie this is a yes, mike movie right. and i have not seen funny pages i'm sure i will at some point but it, kevin ju- movie. it just seems like that is a kevin movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's uh, on at face value you're like oh this is like a coming of age movie but it is like like it just like kind of pisses on what you expect from a coming of age movie you don't come at like none of the characters like come out of it it sounds, un- it sounds like seinfeld yeah, a little. It's it's like nobody learns a lesson. Yeah, it's no none of it. No yeah. one's really enlightened by the end of it. Um, you're following like the lead character is a real like shitty eighteen year old who's like um, you know, who's out to prove himself as a comic book artist and um, you know, and it just lives in this weird world where like underground like like pervert comics are like means the world to this guy right and it's like hailed as this you know great you know huge mainstream art for this kid um but yeah it's 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 amazing like where where it goes there there is like truly one of the grossest uh environments i've ever seen in a movie yeah in funny pages oh my god that apartment that he stays in at first yep. my fucking yeah. word it is a sweaty movie and like, like this happens every year. There's a movie. I, I like to say it's like a movie from the outset, like from watching the trailer that I have a crush on. Okay. Like yeah, a, a that, mov- that movie for me was Art of Self-Defense. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the, yes. for, when I saw that trailer, I was like, I am seeing this the second it, yeah. it comes out. I, I had this thought about myself the other day where it definitely happens. Like I either read about a movie, see like a still image from a movie or a trailer, and I'm like, Yep, I have like this weird irrational defense and love of this movie. This is going to be my movie. I mark it. Yeah. That was Green Knight for me in 2021. Yeah. Yes, you were a big Green Knight uh, boy. And yeah, it, th- this was the, the movie crush for me this year. But then when I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is hitting all the buttons right. for me. Not just that, a crush. You could see a long-term relationship. That, that, was, that was the Northman for me. And you know what movie is that for me right now? What? Fucking Oppenheimer, man. Oppenheimer, uh, I am. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. cannot wait for that shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm used to people pronouncing it Oppenheimer. I said Oppenheimer, but yeah. I'm an Oppenheimer. I do. Uh, no, uh, and don't come after me. Yeah, funny pages. It's a hard one to recommend to people. I Can, feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not for everybody at all. It's maybe yeah. for seven people. I'm one of them. <laughs> and um, I do also want to say, uh, best documentary I saw this year was Fire of Love. I gotta recently. see that. I gotta see that. Good. I gotta see the um. Oh, Banshees in the Bloodshed is called something like that? Bloodshed in the uh, something? It's called Banshees of Inishir and it's not oh, a documentary. Yeah, Mike, I, you already saw that movie. What are you talking about? Uh, well, it's, it's something to do with some pharmaceutical fucking family or something like that. Uh, I've seen two documentaries in my life, and that, that was just about it for me. Uh, Grizzly Man and Dear Zachary, and I don't even, wow, ever I don't, I don't ever need to watch brutal. another movie again after those two. Yeah, so, everyone... Uh... Everyone What's, check out Funny Pages at the next holiday gathering. Show your family. It's a Christmas your, movie. Your grandpa and grandma. And what's my movie crush this year? You? Yeah. Like in 2022. In 2023. Oh, I, I was Infinity, not in Infinity Pool. Pool, baby. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. We're missing out on what was my ultimate fucking, the second that trailer came out, I was like, yo, we got to see this immediately. Um, And this isn't The Northman. We just, we just, it's not a John Wick. We just saw it. We just, oh, Megan. Fucking Megan, dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that thing had juice. Yeah, By the did. way, Megan rocks. 
Megan does rock. We'll, Megan, talk, we'll talk about it next Megan's year. Megan's going to pop up in a few so, of my, uh, my ballots next that, year. Uh, you know, we did we did sprinkle some love on it, but Jackass Forever was Jackass the first Forever movie of the year was... that, that saved cinema. It was a yes. year of movies that saved cinema that weren't Ke- Kevin Marvel. and I were talking because we, we have a long-standing connection to Jackass. You and I were both very excited for this. Uh, he came over one night. We I think we watched like two and three. I think right. Similar to Avatar, the last movie came out in 2010. They they were cooking for 12 years on this, and they delivered. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that movie. I I saw it at PJ's. I think it was like me and like two other guys in the theater, and the three of us were just fucking dying. My my one jackass thing is. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it yet, and I should, and I should. It's PK very funny. in it, right? He's yes. Taking, yes. Oh, that's like one of the best segments that's in the movie. And, that's, and that's your Aaron, your Danger pick Aaron. for for Danger Aaron. That's that man gave everything. So the one jackass story from this year is when I went to go see that new Scream last year. Yeah, it came and, out in twenty twenty two. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to go see it by myself at PJ, and it was like. Me, a couple other people in the theater, but I was buying tickets in front of like a, a dad and his son, and his dad, uh, it, the the kid was like, "Oh, I want to see this Jackass movie." He's like, "You don't want to see Jackass <laughs> buffoonery." I think he said he said something insane, and then the trailer came on in the theater, and and because he was he was talking about this online to buy the tickets for Scream, and yeah. I was annoyed already. Yeah, I was like, buffoonery. I was like, all right, the kid's like eleven. He'd love Jackass. Yeah. Like this, this, like this guy thinks he's above Jackass, and I'm sitting like two rows behind him, and the trailer for Jackass comes on before Scream, and I made sure to laugh out loud at everything. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, "Fuck this guy," and I haven't seen the movie yet, but I will. I, will. I, I do want to say too, I feel like 2022, the return to uh, PJs. Yeah, PJ. For Cinema. anyone listening who's not from Long Island, it's a local theater of ours, small theater, but man, that place. It rocks. It rocks so hard. It's awesome. And, you know, it's there's cheap. a lot of great theaters around here. Huntington Cinema Arts is great, but PJ is right around the corner. It's like the prices are fucking oh, it's out cheap. of this world. And, you know. Good vibes. It, not, vibes. Not, not to go on uh, like a, a, a movie theater experience. Tangent. I can't wait for that episode. The movie theater when, when we went to see Megan, the, count, the ticket guy at the counter kicked out oh, right. a big group of unruly teenagers that saved our night. And this man did it cold-blooded. Yeah. He deserves a category next that year. Guy, that guy deserves a category. So We should invite him on the podcast. We could probably get him on the podcast. I should probably get him on the hockey pod because I know <laughs> you were talking about hockey. I yeah, yeah. I saw Kevin's Penguins jersey. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, Kevin didn't know what that the hell was going on. There's a ball hanging out for me. That's right. another movie theater story. Though. So we're we're at about two hours. We, this was a good pod. This is my longest one yet. Um, and guys, this is the first of many because this podcast is going for at least 20 or 30 years. And you know what? It was very civil. I think it's yeah, a really I, good yeah, thing. That, focused on the positive. It's a really good thing that Jeremy wasn't here because he sucks. No, Jeremy's going to be on next year. Oh, great. And it has to be um, it has to be civil because <laughs> everyone's taste is different. What? He doesn't want to be on? No, he's shaking his head right now. Well, Jeremy's, Jeremy's going to be on. We're, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I, uh, if I have to pay him, what's your quote? 500 a day, 350 for a year. So if I wanted to produce the app, if I wanted to produce this is Jeremy, of course, uh, your bandmate, one of your best friends. uh, I just wanted to talk about movies on my podcast. Listen, have us back again before a year from now. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, listen, Mike, I'm not, I'm not musician boy, but you know, right, guys, we'll we love talking about movies. We're gonna do a couple pin casts. I know I say I hate movies all the time, but I love them. I I have that on recording. No, no, edit that out. (laughs) Okay, so I guess the first time I've ever heard Jamie say those. No, I hate them. They suck. They're all bad. So. 
this was a great app, and it was a lot of fun, and we were, we're buzzing right now. And so, oh, I'm ready. We're, we got three movies yeah, on, three on, movies on, on the deck moving right now. Yeah, we got three movies on the deck right worth, now. For what's worth, the, the first annual of the juicy the Juice Academy Awards was really schmoving. <laughs> it had, it had some juice. It had some juice. Um, guys, oh, oh, before we leave, as pinheads, recommend one uh, like '90s uh, boring film. Boring '90s, 90s like one of our heaters do you have do you have something so i could think for a second uh i would say uh definitely dive into the grisham's uh pelican brief i would say you everyone do. check okay. out pelican brief not boring but i'm because blank check's doing danny boyle i'm fucking all over train spotting oh, right now this fucking blank check so Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm all over um train spotting right now so while it's not boring and it's not quite like a pinheads 90s movie like like a grisham would be or um the uh, the one that we're gonna watch tonight. What is it? Oh, disturbing behavior. Dis- definitely one of them. Too. 1998. James Marsden, a 30 year old man, plays a shy new kid in high school. <laughs> Any crazy? Crazy that like Kevin just watched this movie the other and day. We're gonna watch it again. Yes. Twice um, in one week. I, the best movie I saw in 2023 so far. Oh wait, I, real quick because I'm we looking. We saw Infinity Pool. I'm looking. I'm looking through my my. Just, I'm looking through my list of movies that I watched last year. Quick shout out to Moneyball, the real MCU. Oh, Moneyball, Moneyball Ball, the real universe. MCU. We love um, Moneyball. We love Moneyball. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm the gonna pro Moneyball podcast. Oh, it's, absolutely. We already talked about it on the pod. It's not 90s, but broadcast news falls into that. Um, yeah, they're rock. I don't, I don't have like a, a. You mean like a. What do you mean a boring '90s movie? Not boring, but like it's like one of the like a '90s or, pick or, or like sifting through files movies that we like. Yeah, uh, broadcast news kind of because it's just kind of a snapshot of these three people's careers in a newsroom. Yep, and it rules. It's a uh, perfect movie. Uh, maybe I'm one looking of the for my list. Can I, give a, can I give a shout out? Yeah. Fucking L.A. Wars. Remember when we watched L.A. Wars? Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. what a wild film. Watch L.A. Wars. If you like if you like schlocky action movies, go watch L.A. Wars. You weren't there for that, Kevin. No, I wasn't. Yo, crazy yeah. movie. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A lot it? of whoa going and, uh, on during that. And one. on Jeremy's behalf, uh, Ricochet. Check out. Oh yeah, Ricochet rocks. Jeremy, do you have a pick? What? A '90s movie for anyone who's made it two plus hours into the, the first annual Juice Academy Awards. Yeah. Children of Men on here, five stars. Oh, oh backdraft. backdraft. Absolutely. Backdraft. That's a legit heater. Yeah. Backdraft, backdraft. What you gonna do when he comes for you? you? Backdraft. You, you wanna watch a movie. You wanna watch a movie that encapsulates everything a 90s studio big big budget movie should be? It's backdraft. Backlot. And and yeah. my bi- my biggest selling point to that movie was Kurt Russell plays his own dad in the seventies in a flashback. He just has a mustache, and then you flash forward, he doesn't have a mustache. He's playing. That is his- so <laughs> cool. Same hair. It's, the same yeah. style. it's awesome. All right, that's it. All that's right. that's the pod. This right, was the great. Juice. Until the juice. until next time, we'll we'll do movie theater stories before then. Um, and uh, this was fucking great, guys. Thanks for coming on the juice. And, it was good juice. <laughs> Really quick, it's I'm, oh, I'm like Christ. in in the process of like uh, figuring out the the name. It is the juice, but there's there's a few other the juices, oh, and so no. I'm okay. like uh, the juice, the pod, something like that. Ju- so it's a, the, it's a juice, the, it's the a juice, juice cast. it's a juice, something like that. But either way, um, cool. Uh, catch you later, Nimrods. Bye. Bye.